0: Welcome to And Almost Starring, the show where each week we take a film and break down the casting, including who almost starred. I'm Jeff Ronan.
1: I'm Amy Jo Jackson.
0: And Juna Davis Month comes to a close with Aunt Edward's Bridgework. We're looking at a league of their own.
1: For better or for worse, out world. Amy Joe, how you doing today? Well, I'm glad it was them and not me playing baseball, Jeff. <laughs> I played one summer coach pitch and I said thank you so much. I'm done. Oh, I get it.
0: Well, this is the story that my parents still tell to this day. I believe they told it to you of uh, when they used to make me play baseball or softball, whatever it was. Uh, and I just didn't ever want to do it. Mm-hmm. And the love of the game never got bit by that bug <laughs> but that i finally got a home run and i rounded the bases i made it home i think it was my only home run ever i made it home and be aligned to either be aligned to them at the bleachers or it was right after the show's over it was like does this mean i can quit <laughs> have i have i finally done what you are hoping that i would do would be um i do also make a shout out too cuz i IMDB credits Harry Shearer as newsreel announcer newsreel. But if you click on his character name, it's shown all these quotes from like the game announcer, which is different than the the like Kit,
1: her sister Kit is as single as they come.
0: Oh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like hands off boys for Dottie. It's like her husband's; she's married and here's a sister Kit. Who's Who's as single as 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 they they come. come. I, that's the, that was the (laughs) biggest laugh in the movie for me. And I, so I want to, I'm going to say that all of these are Harry Shearer. I think so. But amongst Aunt Edward's aunt, Maybe, Aunt Edna's Bridgework. Aunt oh, Edna's. I heard Aunt Edward. What did Ma- I write
1: down? I wrote them down. Bite Aunt, me on the button. Yeah, and call Edna- me an apple. No, yeah, bite me on the button. Well, bite me on the button, call me an apple. Aunt Edna's Bridgework and Uncle Elmore's socks. And I wrote all those take down. take me
0: home, mama, and put me to bed. <laughs> That's right. I could, I mean, this was like Fred Willard in Best in Show for me. And <laughs> where it's like part of you was like, it's probably as much as you need, but I could have had so much more of these stupid. Conservatively, 25% more. Faces. Yep. Conservatively. But like I want it popping up like in scenes where this character would not be. Like just <laughs> like as the narrator of the film, popping up ah! over the cow, over like the cows being milked or whatever. Just like have some stupid narration catchphrases over it. This
1: is like when I was working, when I was working in rural Illinois. And uh <laughs> Let's just put it this way. We uh, we had one day off the entire summer. It was like Ooh. a two or three month gig, regardless, one actual full day off because it was what? Non-union. <laughs> um, and so we were, by the time it got to the final show, what? Extremely tired. Uh-huh, and uh, and my, my dear friend, who I've remained very close friends with, but um, Melissa Doty, who we were housed together in an office um we were in everyone was housed locally with like local families and we were living in an office i was sleeping between two filing cabinets and you know what it was an amazing time but anyway we were having it we'd had a really bad day we'd had a really bad day at rehearsal for the sound of music Mm -hmm. um and we went to walmart that night to like get some snacks and some stuff to get us through tech and dodie was like Joe, I've bought you a present and I'm not going to tell you what it is till we get back in the car. She like snuck it through, like I'm paid for it, but like snuck it by me. And so then we get back into the car and it is a like erotic is a strong word, Oh boy! but it's like a, a novel, like, you know, a, a bodice ripper type, like romance novel from Walmart Brilliant. And so we spent all of the tech doing dramatic readings of it backstage, yes. but it was—I think this was the literal title: "The Virgin Stable Girl and the Prince," something like "The Prince and the Virgin Stable Girl," something like that. Explicitly, just like this is the plot. But the, the number of exclamations used throughout—we we were just like crying, laughing, deliriously tired, dressed as nuns. I might add, going, Naturally. going by the. Deserts, clouds, and like uh, her, uh, like her eyes as green as a lizard's, and then it'd be like by the <laughs> as, lizard's wait, tail, as,
0: as a lizard or as a lizard's. Oh, green good as point. a lizard, or green, lizards as, a green, lizard's or green eyes. as a lizard's eyes. That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. Are lizard. Listener, right in. Or if you're a lizard Look. expert, if are you're lizard's a lizard, eyes all green? If you're a lizard, tell us about your eyes. And is is being compared to a lizard or a lizard's eyes turning you on right now, listener? <laughs> it
1: was so <laughs> weird. Just like, oh, that was one. By the falcon's wing, you are beautiful. Oh, now we're like, hey, we were... by,
0: by Gravathar's <laughs> hammer. Exactly. By the falcon's Everything wing, was what like a saving. Some <laughs>
1: animal, something about sand. <laughs> it was so stupid. And we laughed so it. hard. And I think she remained a virgin till page 150. Like, 50
0: no, what? mean, on the one hand,
1: book. yeah, you got to draw it out, but like this feels like the kind of book
0: like that's on page
1: thirty, I no, And then we got no, you've got to suspend dramatic tension. Oh
0: my god, that's not what we're here for. No, people. but I gotta
1: tell you, reading that for while the eyes as of a, a lizard. Nun, we're here for the eyes of a lizard. Anyway, it reminded wow. me of that.
0: Wow, amazing. <laughs> we are off to a start. We're folks. off to
1: a strong digression,
0: uh, uh, listener. If you're not doing so already, please like and subscribe. And also, uh, we, we got ourselves. The new patreon patreon.com slash and almost starring which continuing the theme of juna davis month we have a full-length watch-along commentary to david cronenberg's the, the fly, fly. Uh, which as i have said before if you've listened to our last few episodes amy joe had never seen the movie before so is is watching it live as we do the commentary and it is very very funny it was a
1: yikes for me
0: it was a bit of a yikes for her (laughs) dog so a league of their own came out on july 1st 1992 and was directed by penny marshall and written by lol gans and babaloo mandel amy joe what's your experience with that a league of their own had you seen it
1: before yeah like a lot i will admit not having seen it in quite some time but yeah this is one of those films. I certainly didn't see in theaters because I was too young, but this is one I saw probably not too long after on video, you know, like girl baseball players, even though I was never ever interested in sports sure this was a good
0: you're movie interested with, in women excelling
1: I'm interested in seeing women succeed Absolutely. and um so yes this is one that we would have on all the time not necessarily at my house I don't know if we even owned it but I would see we'd go we'd watch it it was a big sleepover watch you know oh, once you kind of sure. grew out of Disney um which uh, you think um then you you can graduate into I league of their like own it was still into college or it was like oh what's the movie everyone wants to put on
0: newsies
1: oh see i'm thrilled i was just old enough to where i missed it i didn't see it till college and i've only seen newsies the once and uh. that sorry if this disappoints you listener i mean look, was enough
0: if i'm sure If we, like, did it for the pod or just watched it, I'm sure I'd be like, you know what? This movie is perfectly fine for Newsies. But it was just that it was always the movie that my friend groups wanted to put
1: on. Well, and for me, it was like they they had so much hype about it, and I watched it. I was Mm. like, this? This is the movie. (laughs) Wow. 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 But we ain't talking Newsies.
0: We're talking League of the and I had only seen this once before. Although both- both movies starring Bill Pullman. But well, he's the King of New York. <laughs> exactly. Uh and in this he's the the king of the war, I suppose. Right. Uh so I I don't see it the one time and I I remember enjoying it but just never feeling like it was a thing to revisit or that I'm going to purposely go out of my way to see again. It was I was in high school when I was like I want to see every movie that's being considered like a good movie from now back to when films started back from the Chaplin era so i was a bit snobby a bit like kind of just checking things off the list and it was just like done so i'm so glad to revisit this film for this podcast because yeah. it's so good it's so fun it's so charming and it, what a cast Heck. t to be they we, i mean we got so many people we gotta kind of have to get to it because we, we have do. So many you know what? There's a list to chat about. There's a
1: whole list, listener.
0: There's a ding dang league of people to get ch- chatting about. Uh, so spoilers ahead. If you haven't seen a League of Their Own or haven't seen it in a while, here's a brief-ish synopsis, and so we can kind of keep it pretty brief because I'm assuming you kind Mostly of know have the basic We
1: have been getting requests for this movie for a long time, but we have been kind of trying to delay till the TV series was closer to coming out. So, but was- then
0: we decided to do Judah Davis. It's much, true. And there's I no mean, way we couldn't not no, do this film. This at month. least
1: they have. They have at least announced cast and. Yeah. Do it. So it seems like it's maybe moving forward. I know it's been shot. I have yeah friends you know in it, but dropping. yeah, but exactly. Yeah, Darcy but Carden, Darcy Nick Carden, Offerman,
0: Abby uh, Jacobson,
1: uh, like. Kelly. My friend Kelly McCormick, Kelly McCormick. from. Uh, she's Canadian and is tremendous, but I worked with her many, many years ago. But it's like very exciting. There there's lots of people in it that are really cool. So. We could wait no oh, yeah. longer, but we did our yeah. valiant best. You know what? You can listen to this now, listener.
0: And then when the show finally drops, listen you can go back again. and listen to it again. Uh, but yeah, we are in... So we're in 1988. We start with... Uh, old the older version of Gina Davis, which this casting. Wow.
1: This is one of the things I remembered most about this was just like how much she looked like Gina Davis, which obviously having Gina Davis dub the voice helps a lot. Right. But this actress did her homework. She
0: already looks so much like Gina Davis, but then like the mannerisms, like everything about her, it is shocking that it's not Gina she Davis. She does a with couple of makeup. facial
1: expressions that are so so gina that like clearly i'm watching it going like this is someone who went okay i have a bunch of movies i can watch and i'm gonna go and watch and try and like crib facial expressions from her and it boy does it pay off that's exactly what i was thinking was that's so gina <laughs> that's so gina uh, and her name is
0: lynn cartwright is all right actor, lynn uh, who is just she was one of those oh just great character actors just she'd been in stuff since the 50s there was like stuff like something like I don't know Battle of the Wasp woman like all kinds of stuff. Oh, I've seen the pulp poster for stuff. that. But my favorite thing that I saw uncredited as elevator
1: supervisor with clicker in The Apartment. I when you said elevator I was like is this The Apartment? Wow. We are I we've never watched that movie together. Not
0: together now. I but love to it. But I due for it. rewatch. That movie is so, Also one that I saw one and, one and only time. One oh, off my list in high I school. I saw
1: it and because I was a huge Hitchcock fan back in the day so I was like well what else was up against psycho for best picture in 1960 because right. this is how the brain works you know I, oh yeah and i was like well let's see how good this apartment really is and i was like it's so good i mean it's so good. so oh uh, well There's now no we,
0: gotta watch, no, we gotta watch now we gotta watch for we gotta watch it we gotta watch it um anyway as you can tell this uh briefish synopsis already so already but yes we're meeting yeah dotty and like "Quote unquote present day, nineteen eighty-eight, as she attends the opening of the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League exhibit at the Baseball Hall of Fame, where she start- sees like many of her former teammates and friends, prompting a flashback back to nineteen forty-three, as the men went off to World War II, all the baseball players were gone as well. Uh, so, Chicago Cubs owner Walter Harvey decides to bankroll a women's league." where they're very focused on like looks, they're get, and and
1: skill, but it's like they're wearing these like skirts. It's such a great sequence where they do the tryout. So you're seeing all these women and you put it so well that it's not like an American Idol where like you see people doing badly and they show them to us and we like are supposed to laugh at them, whatever. You're not
0: seeing Gina Davis and Lori Petty and you're not seeing like the ones who eventually are like our main group. You're not seeing them succeed while others are like, oh, and they're just not as good. You're You're seeing seeing
1: a ton of women kicking ass at baseball and just all excellence all of them in the pants and that's the thing when they then model the skirt it's like well yeah because these are athletes that are like how am i supposed to do all the stuff i do and they all also kind of just say look tremendous in the pants like gina davis in anything they put her in in ever but particularly in this movie just like (laughs) my god how does she look this good wearing these like poofy pants that she's like playing baseball in these poofy pants these poofy pants um but yes
0: i mean our main it's it's really an ensemble film like it was kind of funny to re-watch it and be like it feels like so often that Jean Davis doesn't have a ton to do which is fine but well how... it's,
1: it's the screenplay is so well constructed in that we start with her older and then we start True. with the two sisters so no matter what happens we're rooted to the two of them like just yeah. as far as like fulfilling our arc you know right. so that you can spend all this time with the other characters and let them have their moments but I, I do believe they've been working on a musical version of this for ages because I feel like I've seen it popping up and you'd have to be creative about how you handled the baseball but watching it i was like really stunned at how well this would musicalize because it's so ensemble driven you can have all yeah. these moments where like yeah all the way may has a number like you said it should oh, yeah. be called all the it's, way yeah obviously all the way
0: i mean the like duet that you would have between Dottie and Jimmy, Tom Hanks' character. Just the choreography of the, like, baseball, like, play yeah. signals. Like, yeah. all that, like, ear-pulling, like, f- taking the hat off, rubbing the head. Marla like, all-
1: gets a big moment when she finally, like, obviously, instead of her singing, like, along with the band at the bar, like, it's an original song at the bar instead oh, of yeah. whatever song it was. Um, but, yeah. The way you lo- it wasn't the way you looked tonight, but some some standard. It's an, an original song that takes her through to the wedding. It's yeah. like a montage. A montage, a people. A montage. Anyway, it... It's has that good. sweep to it that feels I, very like and because it's an ensemble piece that lends it yeah. very well to a lot of people getting a me, meow meow t- I'm not usually
0: too on board with all of these musical adaptations of movies, where it just feels like we're just plumbing right. the depths of nostalgia. From but
1: this feels like one that structurally, yeah. Lends itself to it. I agree. The way that now go with me here. Mm-hmm. I've only seen one time, but we we mm-hmm. watched it at one of our watch parties watching *The Beautician and the Beast*. I was like, this is a musical. <laughs> this is what are we doing? Watching this, this movie? Is this is, tra- is a this musical.
0: Tra- Fran Drescher and uh, Timothy Dalton's Beautician and the Beast*. It
1: sings, baby. I you
0: know you have a puppet for the chicken. You got some puppeteer like this little bop 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 chicken. Come That's, on, uh, I could see it. I could see it. Anyway, our main duo that we're following is Dottie and uh, Kit. Gina Davis and Lori Petty as these sisters, which I love as Lori Petty says, like our parents, when they introduce us to say, here's our daughter, Dottie, and here's our other daughter, Dottie's sister. Yeah, it's
1: so good. I uh, also thought that, that Gina Davis's daughter in the present day scenes was cast very well to look kind of like Kit the, and styled yeah. well, you know, to look like her.
0: All the casting is so good. To, once we, spoilers, get to back to the end of the movie and go back to the quote unquote present Ooh, day, it's all good. of these women cast as the, old, the older Rosie O'Donnell and older Madonna-
1: that then can also play baseball? And then
0: they're all playing baseball. It's Come like these, on. they cast the crap out of this. Um, but yes, we're mainly following these sisters and their rivalry where Dottie is like, she's so good at the baseball. She doesn't but she's like, I could I could walk away from this. Like this is doesn't I don't it doesn't mean mm-hmm. as much to me as it does to Kit, who's so It reminded me a lot of
1: Amadeus. um, Oh yeah. Even though clearly for Mozart, he has a much stronger attachment to music than Dottie does to baseball. But this kind of like, I will never be as good as you. And I want it so much more. That kind of, that kind of vibe.
0: Definitely. Uh, And yes, we meet all the way. May, Madonna, her best friend, Bouncer, Doris, Rosie O'Donnell, like all, all these great women, all these like great, like specifically drawn characters where Mm -hmm. so many have only like a handful of lines, but like make such an, oh, it's, um, I forget her character's name. I think it's, uh, was it Shirley? The one who can't read? Yeah. That's so Anne Cusack, John and Jones. sister. Don't think
1: I didn't notice that there was a Cusack because I did. That scene where she's just like, like honey. Cause I just thought it was like, Oh, she just got cut
0: and she doesn't want to be cut. Cause they're like, if you're not on the board of the people in one of these four teams, you got to go. And she's just like, so anxious standing up there like hopelessly and doesn't know what to do. until right. like, get, like get, let's fight. Okay. What's your name? Let me, let me help you find mean, your I... name for you. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: this movie, I cried so many <laughs> times and I was like, I know they are manipulating me. I will. say in the scene when they meet Marla and her dad like sends her off on the train, I was like really getting emotional (laughs) until the train passes and we see the reflection of the American American flag. flag. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) no. Yeah. That's the
0: thing. Like if you're trying to pull at the little heartstrings, it's like very often you'll get us. But if once you add the patriotism, that kind of slips away from me. I'm like, no thanks. No thanks. Rah, 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 sis, boom. Um, and the peaches, that's their team. The Rockford peaches are managed by former star Cubs slugger, Jimmy Dugan, the great Tom Hanks playing as we love, a cynical alcoholic. Yes. What a delightful way. Just a sloppy lush. To see Tom Hanks. And we'll get to him. But it is like, yeah, there's only a handful of actors that I can think of where it's impossible not to like them. Yeah. Like no matter what he, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks could be kicking. Jimmy Dugan could be just kicking dogs left and right. I mean, he chucks a baseball mitt at that kid's face and that kid goes down. And then Tom Hanks just laughs and laughs.
1: It was a different time. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm
0: this t- right now today is this time and i'm laughing along with them <laughs> i'm like you go tom hanks God, don't let that kid sh- sh- go <coughs> that kid's bringing down morale he's bringing down augustus morale. gloop over here is bringing oh, down he, morale th- you know every time before they said action they just rubbed a, ch- a melty chocolate bar oh, around yeah. that kid's face he is little gloopy gus that
1: kid's on a sugar high oh yeah anyway yes we're there's a lot a lot's
0: happening here folks marley yeah with mario leaves there's a lot of like plot 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 any but overall Dottie wants to get traded to another team because of the rivalry between her and kit instead they trade kit away because Dottie is the best player and kit is so furious it's like you know because
1: this- she it, because she knows and this is the thing like Dottie takes such a long time to realize that it's actually bad with kit like she we, when we first meet her she's like bats backseat driving basically yeah. like being like you're doing this you're doing that she's trying to be helpful but doesn't realize like Kit needs to fly on her own. Mm. And so it doesn't occur to her that of course they'll trade Kit because Dottie is like the quote unquote pretty one right. and a stronger player.
0: Because you're a real dolly, as Chum. You're a says. real
1: dolly. I can't do um, anything with her.
0: Right. And it all builds to, uh, well, Bill Pullman. Gina Davis's husband comes back from the war so she's like great I'm out of here I, now that he's back I don't gotta be playing baseball anymore and Tom Hanks now that they've gotten close because Tom Hanks's whole arc is like I you're a woman you're who you sleep with after the game not who you coach during and then he comes around and by the end he's like no I'm sticking around and here and you
1: love baseball yeah
0: um, but he, yeah he's like you're gonna regret this for the rest of your life if you leave and she's like I really don't think I will but then she shows she, then he realizes like halfway through the final game of the world series that she's there as the catcher and he's like how long have you been here i'm like can you just do, can you just waltz back in six out- foot tall gina yeah. davis yeah she's she's not waltzing anywhere where you're not immediately aware six foot tall gina I think davis, that's gina is, davis. Is, that, is that gina davis <laughs> oh what is why she doing she right here <laughs> it's so it's so, <laughs> that's it's so conspicuous. why is she doing that like one da, da,
1: two three
0: is she da, da. is she mumbling the words to shall we dance from king and i what <laughs> is she doing <laughs> that's peculiar (laughs) that right there that's peculiar um but it all builds of course to dottie versus kit this final game of the world series where kit gets like this big it's all tied up and Kit gets this home run and she's running she doesn't stay at third she's going right towards home and plows into dottie as dottie has the ball goes down and drops the ball people to this day debate did Dottie drop the ball on, on purpose? purpose or as not. Lori petty says like hell no i i cry like i rammed in her of course not that was all me um uh, it's <laughs> up to you and then we go back
1: kit response we go back to uh that's an interesting say. we should put a poll on instagram and see oh. like what people think because okay. what, yeah. what do you think I mean, they don't, you know,
0: I don't, they don't kill the Lily too much. So I, I'm going to say that Lori Petty just really knocked her down. That, yeah, it, that it was I, also
1: a bit of the surprise
0: of like, that that's Dottie's like, oh, like, didn't really know that like, oh, you're going to, you're not let, get letting anything stop you, including me. Including you're not going to let me get in your way. I
1: wrote down when that moment happened because she gives the, the note, my gosh, am I in the theater or what? She tells <laughs> the pitcher, like, you know, pitch it, pitch like yeah. a high fastball. She can't hit him can't and hit she him? can't help but swing for him. Ugh. But I wrote... You know the kit that was, not the kit that is. <laughs> um, and I feel like she underestimates her sister in this point, which is part of like the beauty of it, right? Is that like yeah. we grow and we change, and that includes the people that we feel like we know the best. But You could argue
0: because Gene Davis is so obvious about it, because it's just like time, like going to the mound, because it's the first two pitches that are high, and Kit swings at both and misses, mm-hmm. just like in the very first game, right? Which that is where see. John Lovitz is like seeing it, the tr- seeing like, oh, Gene Davis is really great, and you and sees Lori Petty like strike out and just in that in that first one it's two that are too high and then one right down the center and Blair Petty's like if i had just hit that third one yeah, i would that's i would have hit it but because i didn't and I was you used me said, out yeah I struck out and because it's the exact same i could see Gene Davis being like she's going to hit the third so it's going to be like those first two are going to go high and then for the third she's going to pitch it down the center and kit's going to hit it is going to crush it like that. It, I could, well, I if the pitcher knowing her that way. Well.
1: if the pitcher had done as Gina Davis said, and they'd all been like high and she'd swung that's at them, she true. would have struck out. Actually, no, maybe I think actually it was still high, but Lori Petty just like swung. I think that's the high. deal is that she actually just like, never that Connected I don't know to what it. What I'm
0: talking about. But,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, insofar as like when then Gina Davis catches it and is holding it there, do you think she drops the ball? And I, purpose? and I'm
0: going to say that, no, she did not.
1: I'm going to think that, no, she did not. I yeah. just don't think it's in her makeup to like to to her that would be sort of like it's one not thing fair. to like
0: to trade me to another team. Like, it's one thing to like I'm gonna walk from the game, thing to but to be like, throw like the game. I, to throw the game, I'm I'm gonna choose to be like no, just just for her sister. When you have all these other women that you become like yeah. your your family and your friends, and with. I
1: think she very much believes in fairness, you know, yeah. and in like you just gotta be good enough, you know, yeah. And Which, anyway, of course, is easy enough to say when you're the best. Well, but... much,
0: you know, it's true. It's true. Um, but we we go back to present day. We're seeing all these elderly character <laughs> actresses. This is where I began to weep.
1: When we finished this movie, my face is wet. I was like, Joe, <laughs> my face is <laughs> slick with tears.
0: Um, oh, and, and Evelyn, who is the mother of this shitty kid that's along with them the right. whole time, uh, Stillwell. Uh, that she she writes a song for the the Peaches. And so it ends with the surviving Peaches singing Evelyn's team song and posing for a photo. Uh, So, uh, (laughs) initial thoughts, Amy Jo, uh, from this watch around, like what pops out at you
1: or... I mean, it's so good. My my two like general floating around thoughts are like I appreciate that they like made a nod to like the African American leagues by having those women like but it does feel oh, like yeah. this was a really lazy way to avoid having to deal with right. anything just make a really white movie. Um but them thinking, "Oh, now we've done it. Now we've shown segregation still." right within. I mean,
0: if you're going by history just in terms of like the time period, I mean like in terms of the men's baseball league, mm-hmm. There were no black men in the right. baseball, and for for
1: a few years
0: yet. So there's, I would imagine, there were no black women. Yes, at this and time so either. I
1: know that this is not a film about race, but it does feel like it is wild. That's scene Wow, because it's you just like uh, this,
0: the, there's like a few black. I think I think some men as well, and, but this this woman like off to the side, like the ball. Gene Davis is like, "Oh, can you throw it back," and she whips it past, way past Gene Davis, back to like the the catcher mm-hmm. or whatever. And that person who catches it is like, "Ooh, ow!" Like their hand is so my stint. hand.
1: What and, a bitch! And Gene Davis
0: looks back at this woman, and this woman looks at her, and it, and she should be looking at her like a, "That's right. If I could be in this, you wouldn't be the best no more." And instead, yeah. it's like a. Thanks for thanks for uh, you know showing, showing respect. some female excellence. Respect for that. Res- a lot. Of, it was respect, and I'm Which like feels sure, very 1992 sure. to me. You know, <laughs> it's true. so
1: I would say there's that, and shockingly straight. This film, I think, particularly given like some, of, I think uh, this new version, just knowing some of the people that are in it, might be a little gayer. Um, yeah, I expect it. will be. I was just like. I think this they're is a, so
0: close with Rosie O'Donnell's character. It's I mean, like the moment where she's, she's talking about like men and how she's never gotten like along with and men. And it's like, it's yeah, like,
1: cause you are a lesbian. But
0: instead they're like, yes, cause you've never been with twins before. These <laughs> nerd alert twins, <laughs> one of whom is Joey Slotnick. Who's in like, I know
1: that name. Kind
0: of, well, he does a lot of theater as well. He was in junk on Broadway. I, That's, okay. I, I saw him in a truly terrible series. Like, of one act plays under the banner name of happy hour written by the Coen brothers. I was like the Coen brothers wrote these plays and yeah. good God, this must've been like three half finished scripts. They were like, yeah, someone will watch it on stage. <laughs> and he was very good in it along with Clark Gregg was in one of them, but I was just like, it was a waste of time. But yeah, he's in like hollow man with Kevin Bacon getting killed by Kevin Bacon. Uh, But I was just like, he, and then other guys, like some nobody, but he's just like one of these nerd alert twins that are always like Rosie O'Donnell's biggest fans. And I'm like, guys, you don't, Get it. You both have penises. This isn't gonna this work. This will
1: not do. This
0: isn't the vibe, guys. Oh, man.
1: They're very close, and yet never do they <sighs> ever even stray into innuendo. You know? It's
0: true. Well, Which I'll, I'll, is not what they were trying to do, I'm, but... I wouldn't
1: be surprised if maybe we get a little bit of that more in this upcoming show. I would be surprised if we didn't. Yeah. TBH. So, um, anyway, those were... I mean, I feel like between the synopsis and everything, I've conveyed many my initial impressions, um, and then those were my general ones that I was like, "Hmm, hmm.
0: well, <laughs> hmm. Um, the auditions were actual baseball tryouts because that was Penny Marshall's like things. Like, I, it, I
1: mean, they're playing, they're,
0: but yeah, them. but that's the like you could do the film where you're like, we're kind of cheating that, yeah, and you're just seeing whatever you're seeing people throw the ball, but then you you don't you could do that. Black Swan, you could do Black Swan, but they're all planned, they're all so good. Uh, So during filming of the World Series games, the stars would take turns entertaining the unpaid extras, which 1992. Wow. So Tom Hanks did puppet shows over the dugout. Rosie O'Donnell did stand up comedy (gasps) and various actors, including Rosie O'Donnell pretended to be Madonna and sang her songs after (laughs) the singer balked at performing for the fans. She's like, No, I'm an actor. I'm not singing. I'm not Well also she's like, Do you know
1: how much I get paid to do that? Sure. You know, as opposed to Rosie being like, Yeah, I get paid a lot to do stand up, but it's not the same amount Madonna gets paid for being a pop star. Right.
0: Right. So the casting directors of a League of Their Own Who
1: crushed it?
0: Crushing it. Ellen Lewis and Amanda Mackey. A three time Emmy winner for casting Angels in America, Boardwalk Empire, and The Queen's Gambit. Wow. Lewis has also cast such films as Goodfellas, The Birdcage, The Departed, and previous <laughs> episode, The Devil Wears Prada. Wow. And an Emmy nominee for casting The Normal Heart, Mackie has also cast such films as The Hunt for Red October, Patriot Games, While You Were Sleeping, and The Proposal. Wow. Heavy, hidden Cast There's some heavy hitters, here.
1: you might say. Isn't that a baseball thing? Uh,
0: I, you know, it is. And I'm such a sportsman that I didn't even realize it <laughs> until you pointed it out. So let's move on to some of the actors who were almost cast. Some of these people may have auditioned. Some may have just been discussed by casting. This is all subjective. And as always, I've looked up all the actors in advance. And Amy Jo is hearing it along with you, listener, for the very first time. Aww. So let's kick it off with Dottie. Amy Joe, your thoughts on Gina Davis and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else?
1: Perfect use of Gina Davis. She's great. You want someone who looks sensational and appears effortless and like she doesn't care, but not that she's above it. And I feel like she does all of that so well. Also, the way her hair is styled and she is styled throughout this. Is number one a testament to the power of wigs? Because even though it's only one year, they really go from making her seem very, very young in those early things where she's wearing the pigtails and she's on the farm. She's giving us full Dorothy Gale into <laughs> the end where she's like. <laughs> it doesn't she's, help
0: that she's always got that dog Toto that she's always cut. Sure
1: doesn't. Called Kit, um, just like <laughs> a little puppy following her right around. <laughs> but she then by the end like looks like Mrs. Miniver. The, the size difference is style. about the same
0: <laughs> between Judy Garland and Toto and Gina Davis yeah, and Lori Petty in yeah, this movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> But um, I think she's so wonderful. She does such a great job of, like, you really believe that this person believes that they don't care about this, you know? Like, even though, like, you know, you have to.
0: And that's a hard thing. It's very for character hard. To be like, that's, okay, so your whole thing is that you just don't care. But it is the, like... I'm excelling at something
1: and that feels good but I have been programmed my entire life to think that I shouldn't want things like this yeah and to which is why someone like Kit I think Kit is an easier role to play because oh, it's sure. like the du- the directness and the want is so much clearer and the I'm not the obstacle is so much clearer whereas Dottie is like a weirdly sophisticated role because you're playing with all these things that have to be settled and it's like how much does the character actually know how much is she lying to herself all of these things that much easier to play on screen than on stage but you know doable but you have to like again if this were a musical she'd have to be verbalizing some of this in a way that i think she is well she would have those internal i want songs i know but like i think part of what makes dotty so interesting is we don't actually know what she wants we know she's just trying to like okay i'll help out my sister okay i'll do this okay i'll do that and yeah it feels good to be excelling at something but she's not i don't know it's a very interesting kind of vibe but i think she does it so well i have it's a, a bit huge. more
0: subtle than you tend to get in a, mo- in a movie like this yes. that is designed to be a wide stream. Yes, for your lead pleaser.
1: role, I think. Absolutely. So that's why the first person on my list is not necessarily someone I would ever think of as playing baseball. Maybe she can. But it's someone who I think of as doing that kind of nuanced work. Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Oh, Do you sure. You want someone who like looks stunning because that yeah. is part of the thing is she's supposed to be like really attractive, but also someone who you can, yeah, you can you're, believe you're... this like sort of, yeah, I grew up on a farm and I have a spine of steel, but also I'm just like very, I'm not flinty about it. You yeah. know, there's like a delicacy and a shimmeriness to Chastain that I feel like would work well in this. Um, I also have Kate Winslet for,
2: mm. it would be
1: like different, uh, yeah. levels of all of that. But I feel like she would be very fun in this. Kate, well, I, here's the thing that I think is so interesting about this movie is I was trying to go through and find people for these roles. I found quite a few people who I thought could do either Kit or Dotty, depending on who was cast as the other. I think you sure. cast your Dotty and then your Kit. Oh, definitely.
0: And depending on the age. And you know, depending on the age. Kate, was a little younger, you have her as your Kit. Exactly. A little older, you have her as your daddy.
1: Exactly. But what is so interesting about Lori Petty and Gina Davis is neither of them could ever have played the other. No. And, like, no. that's good casting. Yeah, right there yeah, it right is. Good casting. Good um, casting. Another thought I have, and I'm very excited about this for Dottie. She's, she's about 10 years, uh, 10, 15 years younger. Okay. Um, is Essie Davis of the <laughs> Babadook and Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Mm-hmm. She is Miss Fisher. Yep. She's just, she's got such a but likeness. But she's not the
0: Babadook, in case you've not seen the Babadook. And look. <laughs> she's the lead of the Babadook. I've but only she's not the seen the trailer, and
1: that was enough. But she's... So as Miss Fisher, number one, like it's three seasons. So she's got all sorts of colors that she's playing with. And she, as Miss Fisher, like plays all, like goes into character and plays all these other different things. So I feel like I've seen a lot of, a lot of different things she can do as an actress. Mm-hmm. And she's someone that has a great lightness of touch, a comedic deftness and an elegance to her. That would be so fun in this role. And she's a really strong actress. So I feel like she would handle all of that very well. Rachel Weiss also. oh yeah. I thought obviously Sigourney, but I just vastly prefer Gina for yeah. this over Sigourney. Yeah. I know we kind of talk about them as though they are like moderately interchangeable, but I think in this they're instance- They're
0: both just tall.
1: They're both just they got tall. Cur- they're
0: tall with curly hair.
1: But they both also have like a particular kind of strength and comedic sensibility to them. That's true. But I feel like Gina Davis would not have been nearly as good in the working go- girl role, and Sigourney would not be nearly as good in this role. And I know? can't see
0: Gina as Ripley. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Um, and then uh, this would have been probably like an early two thousands choice, but I was like, maybe like a Lucy Lou would have been interesting. Just someone okay. again with like, yeah. I feel like we often see her with like a more like badass edge, mm. but I I also wonder if like around the Charlie's Angels time, if she had had more opportunities to do slightly more nuanced stuff, what we might have gotten from Lucy Lou. I oh. saw her
0: on the Broadway stage in God of Carnage as uh, Dylan Baker's wow. high strung wife. So I got to see her vomiting up on stage for was an Was she extended in the first cast or the time. second cast? The third. The third. With, the third. So you third. saw Janet McTeer? I sure did. Oh! Okay. I saw, oh! saw, okay. <laughs> saw Janet McTeer and Jeff Daniels and Dylan Baker and uh, uh, Lucy Liu.
1: I saw the original cast, so I guess it was like. Uh, James, Gandolfini, James Gandolfini, Jeff Marcia, Bridges, Jeff, Jeff, Harden, no no, Jeff Daniels, Jeff, sorry, uh, sorry, very and Hope very Davis, different. different vibe, different, Jeff. very different. different but type. I also saw in Germany in 2007 with a very different cast. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um Anyway, spy, spy <laughs> then whatever teeth <laughs> is. But I remember her being like two, two teeth, and I was like, wow, stuff's going down. Two in Germany. teeth. Ah, ah, ah. Um, but yeah, those are the majority. I think I have other people on here like like Robin Wright is like about 10 oh, years younger, yeah, but, but like definitely. she, I think would have been good. Like there's a lot of people that I could I that. see as being an interesting Dottie, yeah. but it's just also hard to picture because I am used to what Gina Davis did, which to me yeah. is gorgeous. I got it. Um, Yeah, that's a hard
0: one for me. I'm like, I mean, I could see the Michelle Pfeiffer version of this. Yeah. I could see the Jamie Lee Curtis. That I see more clearly, yeah. That to me is more, i like, that's really all I had. I was like, if I couldn't get Gina Davis, give me Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, so, Gina Davis' character is supposed to be one of the greatest female baseball players in America. And the cast have been doing baseball training for months. Gina Davis got cast a few days before they started filming.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: Which we will explain why. <gasps> so within weeks, Davis had mastered the game and was better than all of her crew.
1: What a jerk. What a dotty move. <laughs> that is such a, what a dotty she pulled.
0: Her audition uh, took place in Penny Marshall's backyard. She said, Marshall wanted to make sure I could throw a ball. So that happened. I threw the ball to her, competently got it to her. She caught it and said, okay. That was the whole audition. Wow. It was like great. You could throw a ball. I know you're gonna act, have to. Kid. We're gonna have to get you up to speed and really put you, you know, into. But she into was better camp. than
1: the rest of them.
0: I mean, that's at least what this one trivia thing says. So that might just be someone, you know, what, someone, someone like having like a little fun a little or being, bit, being a little. But still, it's all that would have made
1: that would have really ground my gears. Although
0: clearly she did get quite good because she said she was not an athlete growing up. She trained rigorously and ended up impressing the actual baseball coaches on the set with her play. She said when the coaches would say you have real untapped athletic ability, it was like, oh, my God, I am coordinated. And she which, of course, I said before and no uh, one's ever said that to me. (laughs) But uh, Davis later took up archery and competed in the U.S. Olympic trials in 1999.
1: Well, that's great then. You know, I went to a PT a couple of years ago because my knee was bothering me. And it was like a husband and wife that ran the the thing. And they kept like asking me what sports I played. I was like, none. I lift <laughs> weights some, but like, I don't, I don't play sports. So I'm like, but what do you mean? Like they were just, <laughs> what do you
0: mean? What do I mean? But they're
1: like, but your build, I was like, yeah they're like you could be playing tennis you could be doing that i'm like no i could i guarantee you i could not you're, it's like I- i'm already in here for my bad knee you're know, trying I'm to like, send what you're do trying you to add more stress i am astigmatic <laughs> i
0: thought you were gonna say like but sure like, with this knee surely you must
1: play sports surely you must be a professional no not player. like oh the way you've screwed yourself up you must yeah. do this but more like oh you could be so strong and i'm like oh no. but i'm not i actually could have been a decent <laughs> swimmer I, w- I like i was a decent swimmer but i was just just like I don't want to go to swim team. I don't want to get up that early and then stay up that oh late during the plays, no. which I care about. You had to be there before school to do yeah, swim no. team. And I was I was a good swimmer again, less uh, hard on the joints, so
0: understandable.
1: But I was just like, no, I want to do theater. I'm an athlete with my voice. You got bit by that acting bug. Yeah, I wasn't bit by the the sports bug. You wasn't bit by a
0: baseball bug.
1: No, Uh, I was hit in
0: the head with a baseball on my first day of of softball, though. (laughs) Well, that'll take you right out of wanting to do that sport. Uh, But as for the actors who were almost cast right off the bat, originally cast during initial development, Laura Dern
1: oh i see quite young in
0: 1992 very but you know in her early 20s because gina was i believe 35 at the time um which of course doesn't gina also looks is a a young looking 35 totally i mean it's it's her
1: being like a war bride who's then like i want to have kids it's like you probably would have had them by now in this tape in the the, 40s in the 40s like you would have been like why yeah. Have you not? because even Dern. at 35 nowadays it's called a geriatric pregnancy <laughs> oh,
0: uh and Laura Dorn and it's I know it's part of it is just because as with many of us listener that we saw Jurassic Park as a kid as a kids mm-hmm. and it was just like she's a grown-up and you're looking at her alongside Sam Neill and Jeff Goldman you're like they're all just grown-up age opposed to she's 20 years younger than Sam Neill yeah.
1: Yeah, she's a, she's a wee little bear with a lot of authority. I could see her as Kit as well.
0: I'd be either interested or, in either or a, a dual role. Split Look, topology. a lot of this, I'm
1: like, I just want a solo version. Dern I want, v. Dern. I want Kate Winslet playing all the parts, you I know. Mean,
0: don't she just? Uh, Sean Young was considered, and Penny Marshall claims the film's original director, because before her, this guy David Ansbaugh, who directed Hoosiers and Rudy, so a real Sports- sportsman. sportsman guy, Uh, that he wanted Sean Young to play Dottie. And so in 1992, Sean Young was doing all of these films that I've never heard of. Blue Ice, Love Crimes, Forever, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Once Upon a Crime. And sketch artist
1: hold me thrill me
0: a lot of a lot of sexy thrillers within these that I have just like lost to the sands of time all these 1992 Sean Young sexy thrillers wow love crimes sketch artist sure 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 Penny Marshall's first choice to play Dottie was Demi Moore but she dropped out of consideration due to pregnancy
1: Uh...
0: Penny Marshall said that she literally got screwed out of the part (laughs) Oh, I mean, Penny's having a little oh, fun.
1: Penny. Penny.
0: Penny. Oh, penny punch, <laughs> Penny punch line over here.
1: <laughs> Penny's having a little fun. She's having some fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't say it. Penny Marshall said it. Uh,
1: but I then, uh, look, I <laughs> I think Gina Davis is a far superior actor to Demi Moore, but I think this is a great role for Demi Moore.
0: I totally see it. This is the same year. Instead, she was doing a few good men, so she still was able to do yeah. a few good men. This year, well,
1: you can do a few good men a lot easier than you can do a freaking baseball you're, movie. If
0: you realize you're in like early stages of pregnancy. And That's you're playing true. a lawyer. That's you're like, true. get
1: me a big binder. Get- That's very <laughs> different than like, uh, keep letting out this tiny costume. and yeah. True. Ali
0: Sheedy auditioned, but couldn't play baseball well enough.
1: That would be me. That would be me. Oh, you know what? You should be doing tennis movies, Jackson. Oh, sure, 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 sure.
0: But you don't play any sports? But you you I could can't be doing
1: communicate to you. Oh, they kept trying to figure out what sport it was. And it was them what independently. They never worked on the same time. Well, Are you a skier? No. i a
0: skier. Table
1: tennis, like something. <laughs> just like. Hmm. I was like, I lift weights some days of the week.
0: Ultimate frisbee. I used
1: to do yoga. This is <laughs> the extent of. It. I danced was it in like my youth. Competitive yoga, at least. <laughs> like, like <laughs> Yes, it was in college. Hundred oh, percent.
0: Yoga is always a competition between uh, myself and myself.
1: Oh no! Uh, I no no no! I would get very into like. I have the deepest bow of anyone in this group. Oh, row. I see. I'm so much I more flexible see. than the trainer next to me. Of course, because he's just only been lifting weights and like trying to get his arms bulked up for years. And I've been like, I have no strength, but I'm all <laughs> bending. <laughs> Whee!
0: That'll show him.
1: That'll show him.
0: No strength, all bending. The jo Jackson. <laughs> just a little story. rubber band. Uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh turned it down.
1: Which I'm like, I'm
0: also seeing her yeah, as kit. I can see that. And part Much of more also, as kit for me, yeah. Part of it is also just the way they cast it is Gina Davis is so tall and Lori Petty is so tiny. Well what next I wonder that
1: if Gina Davis came in with days before shooting, they must have already had Lori Petty. Well. Oh well, all right, so we're gonna get into that.
0: Well, all I'll say is Sequence, yes, but they they dyed Lori Petty's hair to match Gina Davis's,
1: then get her a wig. I guess a wig at this point is, I think wigs are also much more common now than they used to be. I think maybe they look right. less wiggy, but also it's just I like I, I feel like I'm seeing wigs know. a that's, lot that's more. That's now. all that I saw. That's all that I saw
0: because I was like, Is Gina Davis's hair just hair? It's not a wig. She's in like hair and makeup for four hours before they shoot each day, and mean, getting that hair to look like that. Maybe so. I don't know, but so. I did hear that Lori Petty was cast, which uh, we'll we'll get to, we'll get to her. We'll, but get, she to how did we'll have get to have, to have her hair Petty. dyed. But Jennifer she's a little too tiny for Dottie for me, but I like it. I like the energy. But she instead was doing a single white female in 1992. Iconic. I've so not seen her.
1: it, and I know it's iconic.
0: A little, little cuckoo crazy. So cuckoo crazy. Uh, Farrah Fawcett wanted the part. I'll bet she did. And was physically able to play the game. But according to Penny Marshall, she was slightly too old. She was 44 at the time, which like
1: it's it, well, yeah. if you're having to change too much of the dialogue that about like, yeah, certain, certain stuff.
0: Right. I don't know. Brooke Shields was offered the role, but after the writer's strike in 1988, she was written out and replaced. Um, which I'm like, so clearly they were trying to get this made in the late eighties. To begin with, and Mm -hmm. then they got delayed a bit, but uh, she was replaced by Deborah Winger, who was originally going to star in the film, but backed out when Madonna was signed. (gasps) As she felt casting Madonna was a publicity stunt that would distract from the authenticity of the historically accurate story and turn the film into, quote, an Elvis Presley musical. And she stood by her assertion years later saying, quote, look at how Madonna's acting career has turned out.
1: But look at how she is in the movie i know i agree wow Look, i agree but i mean uh, i to- get having principles but that is like <laughs> queen she's got like 15 30 lines the whole movie right, yeah may- maybe more than like but like she's not madonna's right. not playing dotty
0: no 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 but i i can understand just based on hearing of like how madonna was during filming on this in general mm. of just feeling like this is a big personality to be coming sure. in for like
1: this, what this size what of on role. your
0: poster is third build, but yep. in the film actually is like Eighth. fifth, yeah. six. I mean, the poster, when you have Tom Hanks build first and he shows up half an hour into the movie, it's just like first star billing. Cause it's not based on what the actual movie is. No, Cause but it should he... be Gina Davis. Lord, you, it, this should be getting like Tom Hanks with the hammer, like, and Tom Hanks.
1: Yeah. I guess it's just like the way that the screenplay works here. Like his arc is tied to the arc of the story. Right. Of course. So I think that that's also partially that it's like, you need someone who, who comes in and and who comes in and you understand I'm meant to follow you. Oh, absolutely.
0: And winger had also suffered a back injury that forced her off the film. So I don't know which, what percentage is one egg, Madonna back. If that was like, maybe if the going real ham at madonna was also a way to not to kind of shirk off the back injury to not make it seem like maybe. a thing like I, I really i don't know but it meant that gina davis had to replace her a few days before filming was due to start wow. and because it is an ensemble picture and there's a lot of non-baseball stuff i can understand if they were like okay we're gonna p- maybe push some of that baseball stuff to or later. at least the gina davis yeah. baseball stuff back to, closer to the end of filming so she you got more great. time she's crushing it um, but let's move on to Kit. Amy Jo, your thoughts on Laurie Petty and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else?
1: Great use of Laurie Petty. Uh, arguably, I think, <laughs> I don't think many would argue with me. F- most iconic use of Laurie Petty. Like probably, I mean, you got Point Break.
0: You got this. She's, she was great on Orange is the New Black as Lolly, but, but this, this is like, an iconic.
1: this movie is lousy with lines that people are like, <laughs> it's all lousy squo- with Lori. <laughs> it's lousy with Laurie. It's lousy with Laurie. <laughs> Um, I think she's so great. I think this was a hard one for me because, because most actors are on some level attractive, you know? And Mm -hmm. so like when it's like, well, she just can't be as like traditionally beautiful as a sister. Yeah, at least according to what beauty standards of the time would think. Blah blah blah. Or like, is that that important? You know, it's and he's like,
0: a kid, sister, kid, who's as single as they come. Who's as
1: single as they come. I was like, uh, well, everyone is attractive who goes into show business. Even people who are like not that good looking are still. Pretty good looking, you know? So, don't have a ton of thoughts for this. Cause also, I think for me, a lot of this depends on who is the Dottie. Who am I casting as an energetic opposite to Dottie? And because I think that Dottie, as I've said, is a little trickier just energetically than like. I can't, I, I, she's like, I can't accommodate what I'm being. You know? I get it.
0: But I will say, I think they cast the crap out of them as sisters. Absolutely. Which is great chemistry together. Oh,
1: they're wonderful. Not like, even
0: look wise. Like, look wise, I think is fine. The, the hair color being the, the, the same goes it. a long yeah. way for me. I don't really I care they're much so beyond great. that. But they really play off one another so
1: well. It's so funny you mentioned the apartment because I was thinking if this were done many years earlier, this might have been a fun Shirley McLean situation. Also, as someone who's used to being the younger sibling in, a situation where the older sibling has more power. Um, famously, she's Warren Beatty's younger sister. Mm. Um, I was just like, there's a little authenticity she can bring to that. But I was just like, I think she'd be <laughs> really fun in this part. Yeah. Um, uh, I then thought for like a mid '90s situation, like or a little later, like a Janine Garofalo, perhaps. Like she's okay. she's got a much stronger comedic edge than this really needs. But I. I don't know. I was like, I could yeah. maybe see it. Um and then the person who kept coming to mind for if this was not today today, but like you know, maybe a few years back, I just kept seeing I kept seeing Michelle Rodriguez mm. as someone who I would just buy as this kind of like yeah. but put me kind in. of energy put me in. exactly this kind of energy of like, wait, 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 wait.
2: Yeah. Um, But who can still, who wants it so badly,
1: but can still deliver the thing, Yeah, you know, not that she's like being, again, I haven't seen like every movie she's done, but like someone who's got like a lot of this kind of, you're telling
0: me and all these listeners that you haven't seen the first resident evil movie. No, you're telling me. And all these listeners, you didn't see the last resident evil movie where they somehow brought her back, even though her character is dead.
1: I did not. No.
0: Well, shocking. Anyway, (laughs) um yeah so the age i think is like the same year or just a year too often from are petty which blows my mind a bit just in terms of when you get to know an actor right but i could see edie falco
1: what As yes the, i know edie falco is always someone to me
0: that's always been it came out of the womb at 40 years old. Yep. Yeah. Um, just based off Sopranos and like how I've gotten to know. I, I've, I've okay. never seen young Edie Falco. I did a gig last I night.
1: Of. I did a gig last night and, and Nathan Lee Graham, who you might know from Zoolander and, uh, sweet home, sweet Alabama. home Alabama and all uh, the, whatever that like, uh, pitch. Yeah. Um, uh, whatever. L. L. To Vegas. L. 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 That was one. Anyway, he's this the Broadway hilarious stage. actor. And, and we do a lot of like this kind of like concert gigs together. Yeah. <laughs> We were backstage and I don't remember what oh there were these two younger actors who had done a sketch earlier on in the night and they're like so cute and you know, they're just mm-hmm. chatting 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 and Nathan looks over them and goes I don't know if I was ever that young and I was like yeah I think uh, we both came out of the womb like 40 he goes I came out of the womb with a bench and... <laughs> that Oh, just made Nathan. made me laugh so, hard. oh, he's quick,
0: he's quick. That my telegram. Um, so
1: yes, um, I think of Edie Falco as having come right, out of the womb with a pension, right?
0: But I could see it. You're me the same height. I could see a young, that young, feisty Holly Hunter. Oh, yes, um, yes. And made more recently, I could see uh, Gail Ranking. I mentioned it a few yes. weeks ago of uh, Glow and Perry Mason is giving me what I want. Uh, so Lori Petty auditioned eight times for the wow if
1: that isn't the most kit story i've ever heard she was
0: in reality a faster runner than gina davis and had to run slower while appearing she was running at full speed so there, gina <laughs> so um, but yes laurie petty was cast to play deborah winger's younger sister which is why they then dyed her hair red mm. to look more like gina which i think works really totally well. yeah uh so originally cast was moira kelly who had to drop out after getting injured on the set of the movie, The Cutting Edge, the ice skating. Oh, you don't have to tell me. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I don't know if you're going to be like, Moira who?
1: I was born in the 80s, which means I watched figure skating in the 90s. Fair enough. But I was also like, because I was like, oh, who is this Moira Kelly? I was like, oh,
0: she was Una Chaplin in that Robert Downey Jr. Chaplin movie. Oh. And you I'm, you didn't, I know you watched Twin Peaks. I don't know if you saw Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me, the prequel movie. She was Donna Hayward in that but she's also the voice of Nala in The Lion King.
1: Well, well, well,
0: I guess I just never knew who the voice was of Nala. I was always like, there's Matthew Broderick. There's Jeremy Irons. There's Nathan Lane. There's Ernie Sabella. There's
1: Rowan Atkinson. I was about to say, don't leave Rowan Atkinson out of this mix.
0: Never but there's James Earl Jones. Don't leave James Earl Jones there's out JTT. of
1: the mix. But I've never just,
0: I just never knew who the voice of Nala was. I know mean, were was Moira Kelly. Um, but I, I, hope, I hope it was not a serious injury. I didn't look up that on Cutting Edge, but she it could have been hers. Uh, and Biddy Schramm, who plays Evelyn, originally auditioned for Kit, the one with the, who's infamously mm-hmm. crying during the, right. there's no crying in baseball.
1: The most iconic line of all the iconic lines. The most
0: iconic. I know her best from the first two maybe three seasons of monk before she left to go on to bigger and better things that just never really happened so they just replaced her with another actress who was fine but got to be on the show for like the six remaining seasons which Mm. you know you make your choices and i get being like i don't want to be the Here second forever. banana yeah. on USA Character's Welcome for the next <laughs> decade. Um But that sound means oh, It's time to play the Gratitude Truths and some guy. The way it works, two of the following actors were up for the role of Kit. One was not. Amy Joe is to guess which is which. Your options are Daryl Hanna, Molly Ringwald, ooh. and Sandra Bullock.
1: Ooh. In
0: ninety-two. In nineteen 92.
1: ninety-two. Ooh. Daryl Hannah, Sandy Bullock, and, and a Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. I'm gonna go Molly Ringwald. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. <gasps> Daryl Hannah? I'm sorry that's wow, incorrect. Well third strike, I'm out. <laughs>
0: how dare you as far as i could tell old sandy b not considered for league of their own but i could see it's the energy energetically she fits right in i get it um daryl hannah was considered instead in 1992 she was doing memoirs of an invisible man with chevy chase direct uh, directed by john carpenter which i forget is like a comedy sci-fi it sounds terrible i don't know good special effects if you look like for the 1992 um and molly ringwald was considered Uh, and both of them i'm like i I guess i always forget that daryl hannah was in steel magnolias in terms of that flavor mm. of daryl hannah because i always am just who coming back to kill
1: bill was she um, uh, Anna? anna 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 i don't Ellen, know the character
0: anna, names anna. but she's, she's like the real kind of sheltered wallflower one who comes in and is like oh i don't know maybe she's like a runaway she's, or something she's
1: the other young one who isn't shelby
0: the other young one who's I'll not, who's not dolly parton and, 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 and who isn't and, Julia Roberts.
1: And, and, and and well no dolly parton is probably playing Truvy. he owns a salon Okay. Why'd I say salon like I was in Paris? Right, she salon. owns a salon.
0: <laughs> then yes, yeah, she's the young one. That's not Shelby. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I, I've, I've never seen, seen the movie, the, but
1: I've seen the play. See,
0: I've seen the movie, but I've seen the play. But the play that I saw, cl- there's a real disparity between the there were the older women yep. and then the younger woman. But the younger there's a younger woman playing the Dolly Parton roles. That's why
1: I can. Well, my I think friend Melissa. As, Played the Dolly the, Parton role, but the other younger girls were, like, literally, like, still in college, they were 1920. Eight. They were eight years old. <laughs> drink you, to Shelby, Shelby. So you grow up big and, and strong.
0: Uh, let's move on to <laughs> Walter Harvey, who's the one that's getting the league all together.
1: The chocolate man.
0: I mean, he's the chocolate man. Chocolate bar, kind of sore impresario. So yeah, so. he's not, I don't think he's a connoisseur so much as he is a, uh, yeah, a magnate. He's, he's a real Willy Wonka type, um, but he decides he's going to make a baseball league, and he's, he's not a huge role,
1: but he's played by Penny's
0: brother, Gary Marshall. So Amy, your thoughts on Gary Marshall, and who would you cast if you had to cast someone
1: else? He's so great. What a perfect flavor. I he's imagine great. this guy never doesn't have a cigar lit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so great. I so buy the full life of this man without having to see any more of him than I do. Like, makes a great impression, and I immediately know this guy. Um... I mean, I feel like this is one where I could have had a million thoughts, but instead was like, yeah, there's a lot of great like older guys who play this. My first thought was Charles Derning, mm. as far as like an older yes. he's a little less leathery, yeah. um, but also does great like old guy yeah. in charge of a company acting. And then I thought if this were more today, a fun flavor would be Henry Winkler.
0: That is exactly who I have. That's my number (laughs) one with a bullet is today. Like get him in the show in that kind of role. Oh, yeah. Get me that Henry Winkler. And I was like, I could also see a Gene Hackman.
1: I I like, oh, also totes, I dig totes. that. Where you
0: bring him in he's got 2 days of filming and you're able to say like Adrian Hockman.
1: Yeah.
0: Um James Coburn was <gasps> considered. I don't
1: hate that.
0: We're going a little further in the the leathery scale. Well,
1: yes, absolutely. <laughs> the man's been in the sun for years. James
0: Coburn. That man was born on the sun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was... Lee Graham,
0: born with a pension. James Coburn born, born on the sun. The sun. Uh, instead in 1982 among other things he was playing Luton plunder on captain planet
1: not loot and plunder loot
0: and plunder i hope it's loot and plunder it's me james colburn as loot and plunder when it's just like that he's the voice he the voice of water News and in monsters inc as uh loot and plunder uh and he was in day of the dead on murder she wrote ah <gasps> oh, well that's of course the one that takes place in mexico city it sure does uh, Max von Sydow was considered. Wow, It's a very different feel from like oh the chocolate bar. Man I am makes. some
1: chocolate man from Sweden. Max von Sydow, which is
0: I. Oh yes, oh these women, no, oh, we will not continue this. No. <laughs> oh, you've very you've changed my mind, David Strassen. We will continue. David female baseball player. I
1: just think of him in like Hannah and her sisters, which is like I guess like what eight years before this, yeah. and he's still just so angry and Swedish. If he get his co-star from that movie, Michael, Michael Kine. I just think it should be probably an American for a well, movie yeah. like this. Sure.
0: Well, here's an American who was considered Paul
1: Newman. Now, don't think I didn't think of him because I was I'm thinking like, about
0: Sacred Proxy. You
1: gotta have,
0: if you're getting too big of an actor, then I'm like, that's all you're having yeah. Paul Newman do? It
1: almost feels like that with John Lovitz. Almost. Almost. But it's so... Perfectly everything he delivers. They apparently cut a lot of him. Oh wow! Which
0: he was very miffed about. And then Penny Marshall said, "Like you are in the movie the exact amount that you should be." Yeah,
1: if you want to not overstay, you're welcome.
0: But it's also beyond that. If that character is leaving at that point and is not written to come back, there's only so we got movie to get to. We haven't even introduced Tom Hanks yeah. when John Lovitz leaves. It's like, yeah, we, what, we got what, what are we going to go at a full hour before the movie actually kicks off? Kicks yeah. off. Yeah. But director Penny Marshall. Also, who she wanted, but couldn't afford, Christopher Walken.
1: Oh, brother. I mean. I get it. I love, she's I like, love oh, it. I I'll do my brother a I'd solid. I love
0: it. I <laughs> would... <laughs> um, but- like that a lot. Yeah. Surprisingly. Although, instead, in 1992, old Christopher Walken was doing Batman Returns as Max Shrek, and I would not want to lose out on that wild performance. Wild. But let's keep it going with All the Way May. Amy Jill, your thoughts on Madonna, and who would you cast if you
1: had to cast someone else? Honestly, and maybe this is because I don't really know Madonna's work that well, I wouldn't have recognized her. You know? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, if I didn't know that was Madonna, I would not have known that was Madonna. But then yeah. this is, again, me, someone who the 80s music I was listening to was not madonna um so but i think she's great i think she delivers it's delightful her and rosie make for a very that funny pair really helps is that
0: the two of them have fantastic chemistry they're
1: together. so funny together if they didn't i might notice some of the madonna yeah. acting that happens in other movies starring madonna but yeah. um
0: uh, i've never seen evita um, it's been many years for me i've seen seen die another day with her teeny That's tiny cameo yeah but I haven't seen a lot of I don't think I've seen any other Madonna. I certainly
1: didn't see it on Broadway in Speed the Plow. Ooh, no, nor I. Cause that was
0: when we, we were, were both alive, born, but were? barely. Okay. Uh yeah, no. Horrendous. Joe Mantegna and Ron Silver.
1: Ron Silver. Okay, my first choice. Yes. Number one, no question, Marissa Tomei. Yes. 100%. Obviously. It's just obvious. It's what? we want it's what we need yeah. it's what we deserve my second thought was and i had to look up this actress's name because i did not watch uh i made it through about half the first season of orange is the new black mm-hmm. but um I can... yael stone yael stone yael. oh
0: yes um, I, i'm not quite sure how to pronounce that first name i just so used to seeing well it i've credits, heard but... people
1: pronounce that both ways depend but i mm. don't know how she pronounces it um yes uh who plays uh uh Lorna Morello, 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 I knew it. Something about the look and the accent just seemed very like in the pocket for me, you know, especially if we're assuming the back of Rosie's uniform when they're at tryout says Staten Island, Steve Adores. Oh, I mean, so it stands to reason they're both from Staten (laughs) Island.
0: Yes, because she was. Yes. This was taxi dancer. And while Doris was the bouncer at At the the club
1: that Doris's father owns, I mean, it's a beautiful backstory. I um, then also had Clea Duvall oh, from okay. But I'm a Cheerleader, different vibe Very from what we see in But I'm sure. a Cheerleader, but I feel like actually I could, see. there's just like a mischief behind the eyes there that I feel like would be interesting there. But then I have, she's a bit older for it at this point, but like Kathy Moriarty, I want someone who's just like, <laughs> I'm broad. out here, boys. Yeah. Uh, um, I love it. And then I thought, and this drove me to make an entire side, as you can see, like little side bracket. I was like, oh, you know who this would be if this movie is 10 years earlier? Bernadette Peters.
0: Oh, absolutely. I would love a little I was like, blood, wait, blood you blood know blood. what I want
1: is Bernadette, but you know who I want is her is <laughs> Patty LaPone. Oh, my God. <laughs> can you imagine the two of them? And I can't. Well,
0: now I'm just picturing a whole baseball team just made up of Broadway Well, don't divas. think that that's what
1: this sidebar isn't. <laughs> I don't particularly care about my Dotties or kits. I feel like that those are going to be cast with less interesting people, but well, I know
0: but you just don't. Okay. Well, give it, give me who you got. And then we well can then, fill cause in. Cause this Dottie is not a kit. character
1: we're talking about. We okay. talked about this anyway, but Marla, yeah. I was like, anyone who's ever played Agnes Gooch is like dead in line to play Marla. Like sure. it is the same character. But I was like, Jennifer Simard, who's up for her second Tony this year for company is like, that's your Marla. Um, Love and it. then I was like, for, for, Jimmy, I have, like, here's where you have, like, a Christian Borle or a Jerry Orbach, if you're mm. doing more back in the day when Bernadette oh, and Patty Jerry, would have been doing that. Jerry. I can just sim- see him, you know, shouting, there's no crying in baseball, singing it, probably, you know. Yeah, But I was like, can you imagine Bernie and Patty?
0: He's <laughs> <His laughs> like, I can. I can, and I'd love it. I'd
1: love it. Um, I think those were all my thoughts. Were those all my thoughts? Um, oh, of course, I also have John Cusack here, because
0: uh naturally naturally i always want that joan yeah and really the only other person i had was like i could see uma i could see that young Uma. Oh, sure i would be into um we're like the a year or two years out from pulp fiction like yeah that's what mm-hmm. i want uh which i didn't realize until we because we got to that credits and we had that song this used to be my playground which i didn't care for no that's madonna i didn't realize she co-wrote it and was singing it
1: look it's a very babs move of like okay well you've hired this person you might as well hire them to do something else for your picture it's
0: very true it's very true uh so according to a handwritten letter she wrote to photographer steven meisel madonna was miserable during production she said quote i cannot suffer any more than i have in the past month learning how to play baseball with a bunch of girls parentheses In Chicago, parentheses, double yacht. Uh, I have a tan. I'm dirty all day. And I hardly ever wear makeup. Penny Marshall, Laverne. Gina Davis is a Barbie doll. And when God decided where the beautiful men were going to live in the world, he did not choose Chicago. (laughs) I have made a few friends, but they're athletes, not actresses. They have nothing on the house of extravaganza. I wish I could come to New York.
1: They have The house of extra that's a ballroom house. Oh (laughs) my gosh,
0: (laughs) these baseball playing actresses got nothing on a bunch of drag queens. I don't,
1: that's incredible. Okay, here's the thing I don't condone what I'm sure was a lot of really crappy behavior. I wouldn't want to do this either.
0: Um, I mean, when God decided where the beautiful men were going to live in the world, He did, he did not choose not Chicago. Choose Chicago. Oh, no. it is truly like this is Madonna, <laughs> not Dorothy Parker, who wrote this. When like, God this, decided where yeah. the beautiful men of the
1: world should live, He did not choose Chicago.
0: Maybe Jennifer Jason Leigh for May. Just oh, thinking of her in Hudsucker wow, Proxy. Yes,
1: yes, actually. Now, now, now we're talking.
0: Now we're talking, saying Oh
1: man, that's so funny. <laughs> It's it's like kind of the antithesis of Cher in Moonstruck, who was like, well, this is terrible, but we'll just get it done, you know? Right. As opposed to like, I am a pop star. Oh, I am not treated. Because she's also, if we think about where Madonna is in her career, she's still in. When did she like hit? It as was- a singer, or isn't it? Yes, as a singer. As a singer? I mean, I don't know, in the 80s. Yes. Someone? So she's still within 10 years of being one of the biggest pop stars of all time. Absolutely. And so like. To then do something like this when she is not the type of person who is like, oh, I'm all right. in. Let's have a good time. Like, I haven't seen it, but she got good reviews for Desperately
0: Seeking Susan, which mm-hmm. she is a supporting role because mm-hmm. she is the Susan that well, head, is desperately Dirty seeking. Well, she's not all the time. Right. But um, so she's like she has acting credits, but it is still clearly a planned move to like let's put one of our it you know it's yeah and there's ariana grande gonna be in this wicked movie it's like at least a reason at
1: least wicked involves singing now now that's true i'm still like look i'm not gonna pass judgment till i see it and then i'll i probably won't see it but when i do i'll pass all the judgment in the world like I know people have opinions, but I also know Ariana Grande is like a theater kid who like, this is the dream, you know? So like, yeah. I at least respect that, but it is different when you're like casting someone in a role that requires a certain amount of vocal prowess and that not being an issue on the set. It's yeah. like, we can't be dealing with your ego around your singing. That's like, we don't have time for that. You know, right. this is not requiring her to do anything. She's already good at. Yeah. And I get that that probably That's true. hurt her ego as well as like, she just didn't probably find it fun. I don't think camping's a good time. I'd never <laughs> want to do that. So like me having to do a movie that required that, I have to really love the script. But then I would be giving you Bridget Fonda and Lake Placid. Like that would be me yes, being like, this is not what You would be, sp- you would be I want.
0: using Raid as if it was bug spray, spraying it around your now head. Now look, here's
1: the deal. I did grow up in Texas. I do know the difference between Raid and, you know, off.
0: I know, I'm just thinking of the few things I remember about Bridget Fonda and Lake Placid. Mm-hmm. But at least mm-hmm. you'd be
1: around Brendan Gleason. And yeah, at least I'd be like. Still
0: Bill Pullman. You can't just stick without Bill showing up being Speaking like, is there a role raid, for all King of New York? This guy's a Bill cockroach.
1: Pullman? He's everywhere. <laughs> Bill Pullman, you
0: cockroach. You beautiful cockroach. Listener, if you ever see Bill Pullman in the wild, please <laughs> ask for an autograph and just say, could you sign it, Cockroach? Don't, I, sign, I, it, Bill don't sign it, Bill Pullman. Don't sign it, Bill Pullman. That's cockroach. not what's valuable to me. I want people to know that you're a cockroach. That's not
1: how I know you.
0: That's how I know you. I know you as cockroach, Bill mm, Pullman. Cockroach. Everywhere, the, man.
1: It's a compliment to Well, get. technically,
0: I mean, what is a cockroach if not the king of New York? <laughs> <laughs> I All think, right. I think We're not topping that. New York royalty. <laughs> We're not topping that. All right. That's, tune in next time. And <laughs> I'm Lynn Jeff Ronan, She's Amy Jo Jackson. Thank you for joining us. See who almost starred. No. So, Madonna's stand-in for the movie was Melissa Totten, who has performed as a Madonna impersonator in the Las Vegas stage show *Legends in Concert* for many years? Of, I love course. that. I, I love, love that. Uh, so, as for the actors who were considered for May, Lindsay Frost had to drop out. Was cast, but had to drop out when her television pilot got picked up. And you might be asking, who is Lindsay Frost?
1: Yeah, I am, Jeff. Well. Maybe you've heard
0: of her big TV show that got picked up, Nightmare Cafe, where she dies and finds herself brought back to life to work in a cafe run by Robert England, Freddy Krueger himself, to help troubled souls. They filmed six episodes, but had to pause production during a writer's strike, and it just never went back into production. Uh... I hate See, every time I hate uh, seeing that because I feel such, such sympathy for it. It's
1: so terrible because these how people. on earth can you know? You can't, oh. but that it's,
0: but it's also like, yeah, when you think of like pilot season, you're like, yeah, I did this pilot, but like who, it's gonna, not going to get well, picked also, up. I'm going like, to go do this big thing. Penny Marshall, you know, yes. big was like the highest grossing female led directed film of all time. Big, now she's coming back with this big splashy final, now a female led actor yeah. film as well. Like this movie, and whether or not you
1: want to do it, it's like your pilot gets picked up, and I don't know enough about those cafe. contracts work, but she's probably contract contractually yeah. obligated yeah. to go do it. Like, there's no way you get an out to go play a smaller part, right. even if it's going to be a much better project. Yeah. So oh, I don't, I hurts. don't know this
0: actor, Lindsay Frost. I think they, I forget, I forget. I know they continued to work after that, but like, yeah nothing to where I'm like, oh, and then Lindsay Frost became, she eventually hit with this. It was like, I don't know who this is. So who
1: knows what that could have been, you know? Yeah. i this, said this has... it was a thing Madonna didn't want to be doing. I know,
0: which yeah. sucks, but this is the kind of role where it's like, you're either getting someone like Madonna, an established person, or you get, you're getting that fresh face. It's like, okay, who is this? Because yeah. the character is pitched as yeah. everyone is just like lusting over all, all the, the way. way May. May. Yeah. She's the one talking to all of the newspaper people. And it's like, Hey this could boys, be a real splashy role for yeah. an up and comer. But Alas. there you go. Um, and a ding, 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 <gasps> Amy Joe, Cause you know, Marissa Tomei filmed an audition tape of her playing baseball being coached by Joe Pesci ah! on the set of my cousin Vinny.
1: Oh, no, No,
0: that's amazing. But according to Penny Marshall, she just wasn't a ball player. So I
1: think she... And she's like doing this on video. She was too authentic.
0: She was too authentic. Too authentic. I just am just too
1: authentically close to Staten Island. It was too scary. (laughs) But I mean, it's perfect. It's perfect. She is. Again,
0: she is. It's everything I would want. But let's move on to Ernie Cappadino. So this is John Lovitz, uh, who... We only get, as we said, like the first half hour, he's the baseball scout and pretty much all of his lines are just one-liners, like one-liner after one-liner where he is just so, I mean, you're getting a lot of great him being like the guy coming in from the city, like dealing with these two dairy farmer sisters who, I don't know how how many times, if at all, they've left the town that they were born in. Absolutely. And he's just a real snappy one-liner, John Lovitz, and it's just like, Oh, I know. When they're like, you're you're leaving. And it's so funny because it does feel like Gina Davis, it has Gina Davis being like, where are you going, John? You're leaving the movie? You have other scenes. I mean, like, ah, that's it. Always the way. By the end, they always are like, you know, I can't get rid of them. They're always just can't stand to see me go. I'm going to go home to the wife, have a little pickle tickle, and then I'm on the road again. And that's it. And he's out. And I love it. I love we never see him again. No,
1: because he's like, this is my only investment in this is like getting to the point where I get paid. And then goodbye. Yeah. I don't care about baseball. I don't need to watch a single game. Not one bit.
0: Not one bit. But what are your thoughts on that, John Lovitz? And who'd you cast if you had to cast someone else? This is a beautiful use
1: of John Lovitz. Yeah. Someone who... Can because what he does is very specific and he always does it very well, but it is not always utilized appropriately. And I feel like this is an example where cutting a lot of his stuff probably did him a lot of favors, you know? Just the hits. Just the hits, maybe when you think about it like, highlights yes. highlights when you make up like a best of
0: album compilation but you but the whole thing is like five songs like you're literally no we are just the hits and then we're out of there
1: yeah that that's yeah. what you
0: get with this performance and it works great for it's the it's so
1: fun um i do of course have joe pesci on here oh, i mean obviously like I thinking of, once i was thinking of Marissa Tomei, i was like who else is someone who yeah what you want, like being like a fish out of water coming in here with a lot of authority and like disbelief at what these yokels are doing. (laughs) But then my more contemporary thought, and this is a different energy, but I love it. If this was like done today (laughs) and again, very different energy, but I want Ben Schwartz. I want Ben Schwartz coming in here and being like a real idiot and very, very funny and saying all the wrong things and having them all be like, you know, that you're the idiot, right?
0: (laughs) I love that. Um, I only have more not not at the time, though, age wise, not too bad of the time, but he just wasn't doing things. But I could see Bob Odenkirk in this. Oh, sure. I would love. Yes. Or David Cross. I mean, in terms of like the two Mr. Show guys, like really anyone in that Mr. Show kids Dave Foley could be doing this, you know, any like kids in the hall, any SNL type or like made today who I want in this. I want Jason Schwartzman. Jason yes, Schwartz is coming great. up, he's being like, that's great. you want that city slicker type who's just like, yeah, I, I don't want to be getting mud on my shoes. Nope, that's cow dung. Fantastic. Let's get out of here. Yeah. So, as I said, Lovett's had a more substantial role in the film's initial cut, but- the filmmakers decided to use only his meanest comments and most obvious punchlines and found the audience was roaring with laughter at everything he said. Yeah. So they decided to focus on those moments and cut out all the extraneous material and ended up with one of the most popular elements of the final film, which I think works
1: for the best. I get that you would be miffed, but also it's the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, I, I remember once sending vocals to a friend to um like who's who's a music producer and I was like, can you make this like sound better and and more in this treatment? You know, can you like really yeah. modify them so they sound like in a pop treatment? And he sent them back to me being like, okay, you're gonna need to listen to them on several different sets of headphones, and you're gonna need to give it at least a day because it will not be what you're used to hearing, and it might he didn't say upset you, but he basically was like, you might need a minute to figure out how you really feel about it. Cause I've manipulated it a lot based on like what I gave him based on like the references and the comps I gave him. So I mean, I heard it and immediately was like, no, this sounds better because I don't sing pop very well. But I was like, I get that this doesn't sound like me and this doesn't sound like what I sent you. So if I were right. fully prepared to be like, please make me sound different, that I would have needed some time to be like, no, 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 you actually did me a favor, even though I don't sound like me. And I feel like that's a kind of similar thing with this performance where it's like, well, it's still all you. And we have it's not that we edited out the parts where you were bad. We just edited it to be where you are now this one kind of character and yeah. that in fact it does you a big favor and makes everything you say a punchline. Yeah. But you're yeah. like, I did all this extra work, but that's not what we need. Like I, I really get the back and forth and I hope he's happy with it now.
0: One would hope, but what we almost had and could have gotten <gasps> was considered was Danny DeVito.
1: I can see that, too. I mean. Absolutely.
0: But instead, in 1992, he's doing The Penguin and Batman Returns. Oh, yeah. Which I would never want to lose that. And he's directing and co-starring in Hoffa with Jack Nicholson. So he had a busy 1990.
1: I feel like Dan DeVito would have also been amazing in this. But it's a great usage of John Lovitz. I agree. John Lovitz also, I feel like Dan DeVito is gruffer, but John Lovitz is more sour. You know what I mean? And I think that kind of sourness kind of works well. But they're like just. Sweetness. (laughs) Sweetness. <laughs> it's
0: true. But John Lovitz, he leaves and I'm like, he was very funny, but I don't miss him once he's exactly. gone. Exactly. Goodbye. And Dana DeVito, I'm like, Dana DeVito's not coming back. John Lovitz, yeah. I'm like, okay, John Lovitz isn't coming back. Dana DeVito, you need to have come back. Yeah. Like to even just have like a one he's there at the final game of the world series, just being like some snide line for someone to be like, you got mustard on my jacket. Bub, yeah. Um, but let's move on to Doris. Amy, Joe, your thoughts on Rosie O'Donnell, and who would you cast if you had to cast someone else?
1: I think she's really great in this. Incredible. So funny. So good. So buoyant. Always alive. Always alive. Just keeps and again her energy with Madonna is so much fun.
0: So many lines where I'm like, I think this, this is just Rosie O'Donnell just rattling them off. Well, and it they helps just keep coming back to you know? her. Like near the end, I forget when, but like they keep coming back to her. And I'm like, she's just rattling off, like, a pretty much a monologue of lines. And they're just treating it like, here's one line of hers. Now we yeah. go to Davis. Then we'll go back it's like, to Rose no, O'Donnell. she's
1: just like, still talking. She's
0: just still, she's just not ta- I'm sure, talk about, like, with John Love. It's like, I'm sure you could have, like, made a whole separate movie that's just following the It's like Rosie a Robin O'Donnell. Williams
1: or a Jim Carrey or somewhere. I, you know, totally. you have a stand-up. But it's great. From the jump where she, it's like,
0: oh, are her and Madonna going to be like, the, the kind of like the mean the, the mean the mean, the mean yeah. girls of the team as they're like, you know, they're like, Oh what what you got something to say? You you, you got to And problem then when Gina us? Davis catches that Oh, she chucks a baseball at Gina Davis's head and she just catches it with her hand and they're just like Hey, how'd you do that? And like, okay, now we're friends. Now, now I can now Immediately I know that we can play.
1: Respect. That's and all the that fact matters. That you're not gonna let me get away with that. You true. Know? Oh, Very true. So she's good. great. She's so fun. I think she's so great. Um, my first choice for this, other than of course Patty Lapone and the inevitable, um, <laughs> you know, musical stage uh-huh. for me is. is Leah Delaria. Same. Yeah. Same. It'd be great. It's just like, you know, why not have a, another fabulous butch, you know? Um, I also totally. have Natasha Leon here Ooh, for, a, a, sure. obviously later if this were made later. And then I also have here with a different wig, Joan Cusack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't specify different wig, but I do also have Joan Cusack for this role. Perfect. I would like, um, I could see age wise matches up. I could see Kathy Najimy oh yes i would love a rosie perez in this role oh this is a great rosie perez and the role was originally written to just pretty much be like her and may would be kind of twinsies almost they were both kind of like a little more glamour a little until Mm -hmm. they had rosie o'donnell's like oh no let's make them
1: polar opposite which having it be
0: she was the, the dancer ba- she was the bouncer at
1: her dad's it's club so
0: good That's so It's funny. Um, but i love rosie Perez. i mean made a little later and melissa mccarthy
1: to me this makes a oh, lot of sense duh. i can't believe i that was low-hanging fruit how'd i miss it but,
0: and i i love danielle brooks d- doing this yes. i want to see what that is so funny um if this is made more recently uh but yeah apparently according to rosie o'donnell her part was supposed to be much smaller originally but because she Readily understood director Penny Marshall's strong Bronx accent on set when others did not. Marshall would occasionally give her additional <laughs> scenes to play. <laughs> and I'm picturing Penny Marshall being like, okay, like come on down. And like calling out to girls' names, like okay, Anne Cusack, like and and Anne just not understanding what she's saying. And so she doesn't show up to set. And Rosie, like, hey, I'm here. I could be Anne. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Um, but as for the actors who were considered, uh, Cameron Manheim oh, was I considered it. Toby from Romeo and Michelle oh, yeah. and, uh, known for the practice, uh, the ghost whisperer. And she's now on law and order of like the, the reboot revival. Cameron
1: Manheim, She's works. always
0: a working. And I
1: have to, we have to shout at this moment when she won, what was it? A golden globe or an Emmy or something. And her acceptance speech was, this is for all the fat girls. Like mm. I'm crying <laughs> thinking about it. Thank you, Cameron Manheim.
0: Uh, but she would have been great and very different. Jane Lynch was considered.
1: I you paused and I thought of about three different Jane's and I was like, "Curtain."
0: Fonda's not doing this. <laughs> Jane Curtin certainly is
1: not doing this. <laughs> but Jane Lynch, yes, Jane that I Lynch, can see. I would love. Imagine if Jane Lynch is Doris and all the way May is Jennifer Connelly. Like we're Ooh. getting their kind of best in show pairing before Jennifer Coolidge. Oh,
0: I was take like that interesting back. <laughs> Jennifer Connolly, young Jennifer. Because I was like, no. I did, th- I did think Jennifer Connolly could be like a young May or Kit. Actually, May. I I thought of her as a young Kit, but I was like, oh, Jennifer Connolly oh, as May no. would be great, actually. But I was like, oh, Jennifer Connolly and Jane Lynch. I've never considered this pair
1: what, a, what oh, now you've talked so much about it and course, i know course, you're course, not course. gonna cut my stupidity oh, I'm no we're anyway. gonna cut yes no but jennifer, no. jennifer
0: coolidge i could also see jennifer coolidge as in as the doris it's very Absolutely different different but, vibe but yes um yeah you, it's because so, the early Jane Lynch i mean talk about someone who i'm also like it's because the first thing i've seen them do is an episode of news radio where they still look like the giant Tall Jane Lynch, like yeah, fully she's, formed. She's
1: always looked like that.
0: Exactly. But like I've never seen, like, what's a young Jane Lynch look like? So I'm st- I I am trying to picture her as Doris, and I'm just seeing her like on Glee. I'm just seeing like tracksuit wearing.
1: See, Jane I've Lynch. seen I think one episode of Glee. So I have a much easier time uh. I have only not seen a few. With that. But just
0: in terms of I mean, just mean that aged Jane Lynch. But That's I'm, gross. I'll tell you what, interested. Yarp. And finally, Jimmy Dugan, Amy Joe, what are your thoughts on old Tom Hanks oh, old
1: Hanks, oh Tanks. oh, Tanks. Oh, Tanks, but
0: thank you very much. thank you
1: very much. um, I think he's wonderful. I mean, duh, it's Tom Hanks being a belligerent drunk, like having the time of his life, you could know be.
0: could go could really weigh down this movie in the wrong way if you cast someone and who- yet
1: he understands lovable being
0: a berating awful but he also
1: like he understands comedy in this way and he is it's the difference between like understanding how to take something seriously and how not to overweight it i've certainly worked with actors who it's like well, yeah, of course you want to understand the realities that you're grounding the thing in, but you're still playing a comedy. It still has to be funny. And if it's too serious and you take too long with it, it becomes not that, and then it's weird. You made yeah. it weird, and he did not make it weird. Yeah. So um, you saying, I, I wrote down last minute when you were saying, like, there aren't that many actors who can take a really unlikable role and make them likable. And I was like, oh, yeah, this obviously would have been had to make many years earlier. It was like the person that first springs to mind. Jimmy think Storch. of that, is gene kelly
0: gene kelly gene <laughs> kelly
1: takes all these parts that you're like i really shouldn't like you you're really not a nice person but you dance so pretty he's got that charm he's you're so charming charm. i yeah, like wow. it and then you see other people try to do those parts and you're like oh this is a terrible yeah. musical well you okay know? so in like the
0: late 70s musical with patti Lepone and Bernadette peters you got gene kelly as jimmy
1: dugan hey oh my first choice after Tom Hanks for around the same time is probably unsurprising Tim Robbins, oh,
2: someone else okay. who is
1: very fun. Just thinking, cause we also just rewatched Hudsucker proxy and we just did Shawshank on the pod, you know, yeah. like just thinking about someone who like, uh, he's also very likable. He's a bit more aw shucks, but I think it'd be very interesting to see this kind of like, Thinking about the beginning of Shawshank, how dark that is, that drunk and everything. Like, I feel like he 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 knows how to tone Uh it appropriately. Uh I'm going to say Tim Robbins. Um, I'll also say a little later. This gave me a lot of Leo DiCaprio.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Funny, drunk. And like, I mean, I mean, just, you
0: haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street. Cause no. that is some truly incredible drunk and drugged.
1: Well, I'm just thinking about once upon Act a time in Hollywood, oh, you know, Trin. like that's, Trin? that's someone who knows how to play with Just like watching him work from drunk to hungover. Mm. Like that's yeah. just like, how are you so good yeah. at all of that? <laughs> Years of practice. Um, but regardless, <laughs> you hear that DiCaprio? You hear that? You, you are listening. I know you is. Um, uh, John C. Riley.
0: Yeah, right, same. Same. i got him on my
1: list. Robert Downey Jr. a little bit a little later. Sure. Um, And then I have Carl Urban on here. Oh, I would be very interested. Okay. If this were like today, maybe, sure. I'd be very interested. In a, maybe a few years ago, even, you I'd know, be interested in Carl doing Urban.
0: The Boys on, I think, I know it streams on Prime. I assume it's a Prime-led show. I and just heard, heard their about own this show. on
1: Prime. You've- <laughs> well, because our friend Colby's on it, and she's like, season three airs yeah. soon. I'm like, You've been on no. a show for three seasons and I had, no, that's why I haven't seen you. It's, I, I it's, thought it was just a pandemic, but it's no. because you've been in LA. <laughs> um, and then uh, my other thought, mm-hmm. and this this is someone who skews a bit more musical theater, but does a lot of TV as well. But I uh, might be interesting as Raul Esparza
2: mm-hmm.
1: as someone who, I don't know how mm-hmm. likable he can be. He might mm-hmm. skew a bit too unlikable, oh. but like, I think he's got the same kind of like, the world's done me wrong and yet because of the musical theater background i can play the hope if i have to right i feel like that's the thing about musical theater actors right is it's like ultimately we still have to be able to be like but gosh i'm gonna sing a big ballad and maybe things will be okay i guess sometimes not all the time no but i feel like it's something we've trained to do from our youth oh sure I you know you
0: sure. know Excellent choices. I agree Thank with so you. many of them. I especially John C. Riley, who I also had on my list.
1: I think at
0: this time, if I couldn't get Tom Hanks, who I want is John Goodman. Interesting. He did play Babe Ruth in The Babe, so he's got the baseball clout. But he is just someone that to me, I'm like, he can be like yelly and yeah, blustery, yeah, yeah. but I still love that John Goodman that yeah. I'm getting what I want from him at this time made later in various years i think jk simmons would be so good because well, we know from whiplash i've that seen he whiplash can turn this to the negatives the, the rough oh, way but yeah. he's also like in you that like he can be like so sweet oh, that yeah. you can that he knows the degrees he knows that he could come across the like, man's
1: a very fine actor
0: he knows that like he can raise his voice and evelyn is going to be crying but he see he, i that's what I'm just really just picturing. Who do I want to hear saying there's no crying in baseball <laughs> and hearing Jake, hearing that come out of JK Simmons is a thing that I think I need. I mean, clearly Nick Offerman seems to be this. He's on role. a list. Yeah.
1: He's they, on my different
0: list. Names yeah. on the show. So it's not quite a one-to-one, but he seems like he's going to be that t- type yeah. of guy and he's going to crush that. And
1: Nick Offerman is someone who anything he says is funny.
0: Yeah. Literally. Absolutely. anything um like I love a Brian Tyree Henry I oh, really yes. interested in. Oh yes. Um Jason Sudeikis I would really I'm liking that energy. Yes. Mark Ruffalo. Get him oh, the real begin. scruffalo Begin again, Scruffalo, have him really just like sleep what sleeping it off. Yep. Uh Bobby Cannavale I'd be interested oh, sure. in. Uh and Winston Duke are all the people that I'm mm. like, this is the energy that I want. Of someone mm-hmm, who I can mm-hmm. see the bluster and like the anger and the drunk and But also like, yeah, but you're also lovable
1: and a bit cuddly. You're a bit cuddly and you don't want anybody to know it.
0: No. Uh, So Tom Hanks thought he was too young to be believable as Jimmy Dugan. And Penny Marshall said Dugan isn't supposed to be old. He's just injured and washed up. Um, So to help with that, Hanks gained 30 pounds for the role by frequenting the local Dairy Queen.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, he was just preparing for Castaway.
0: (laughs) You know, sure, sure. Sure. Man, that's, yeah, to really like, all right, let me try to put on a little extra weight before this roll. And then we're so going to take a year off so I can literally 60 pounds. just shed like a third of my body weight. I
1: love acting. I don't know if I love acting that much. Oh, it's not. I. I mean,
0: I've not never to that extent. But I've I've like dropped weight and gained weight. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: never the most fun. I don't. Gaining weight can
0: be fun for the roles. Absolutely.
1: Maybe I shouldn't say. I don't know if I love acting that much. I just don't know that there's a role that I want to play enough to like do that to my body, given all of the baggage I already have around weight. You know, it just seems like a lot. Well, you know,
0: when you're a big time Hollywood actor with the Academy Awards and trainers and nutritionists, they're paying. Able to, yes, it's
1: very different than like me on my own trying right. to make sure I look good in my shorts for this one scene. Or
0: you're Christian Bale and you don't even need trainers. You're just like, no, I could just do that. I'm just gonna not eat for two months, <sighs> or I'll eat the world. Um, but as for the actors who were up for this role, only one set to play it during initial development. So it would have been opposite Lord Dern's dotty was Jim Belushi. Wow. And look. I get it. I get it too. I don't want it. I'm not interested in it, but I
1: don't I, hate it. I don't
0: hate it. I
1: get it. I get it. Wow. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's fine, but it's very, it's very different. What's funny is
0: it's giving me everything I need for what the role requires, but I can see him wanting it to be more about his character.
1: And here's the thing where you get a John C. Riley in here oh. and that then it's well calibrated because this even is Tom
0: Hanks. Tom Hanks isn't an, an ensemble no, player. No,
1: but I don't know. something and about in this, you know, something about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think of Tom Hanks as someone whose ego has prevented him from doing show, movies exactly. where other people get to succeed.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying with yeah. Tom Hanks that even though I'm not used to Tom Hanks being like, Oh, let me take a step back. It, but it doesn't feel like anything that's on him. It just feels like that's, well, you're Tom Hanks. So we want you front and center. And this, the fact that it doesn't come in until half an hour in. And that so much of the time is he's not there. It's not about him. I think that he yeah. juggles so well. And with Jim Belushi, I see him slotting into that, but I also see him just being like, well, hey there, Penny. Don't you think you need a little more of old Jim here? I mean, it's J- Chicago's own Jim Belushi. Uh, and I am like, I just don't. I'm not seeing. Because that's he- like there was a scripted maybe film. Don't know if they filmed it, but scripted kiss between Gina Davis and Tom Hanks. No. And actually it probably was filmed. So I think now that I'm thinking about it, I think audiences uh, didn't like that. Cause they're like, yeah. she's married.
1: One of the, also, but they're also,
0: one, they're making it gray. It's like, he's away at war. She, he might be dead that she's, it's true. like a, mo- it's like an awkward moment. But of one weakness. of the
1: things I like most about this movie is that you buy that. Yes. There's a tiny bit of will they won't they, but it is not about that. It's more like yeah. they can have a friendship that yeah. it's like possible to have a movie where it's not, you, you, get About.
0: The, you get the great little moment where uh he's like oh let's drink to that and she's like here and gives him a coca-cola and she solved his alcoholism Yay. just by giving him a coke isn't that good it's like yeah real good that's also awesome. delicious
1: listener when we were watching this the other night and and like she comes back over to sit next to him and she's got the picture and she turns around and this bill pullman he goes all right well he's yeah. handsome <laughs> jeff goes of course he's handsome he's the king of new york Look, he's the ki- no
0: no matter what he does He's always going to be the king of New York. This is how often people were making me watch newsies. It's ingrained. <laughs>
1: he's the king of New York. Yeah, Look exactly. I'm the king of New York. I've only seen it once, and I know the song. You know he's the king. He's the king we of New York. We all know he's the king of New York. But those were all
0: the characters that I found about casting options for. But there were a few characters we didn't mention. So oh, I heck, there sure were. Them. There so many. You can talk about this whole Ding Ding cast. So we'll kind of narrow it off down a bit as we're talking about him. Bill
1: Pullman took the role of Bob as a favor to Penny Marshall. You bet he did. Cause he's barely in this and he, sh- he doesn't yeah. need to be in it any more than he is, but it's you know, a nice
0: amount. it's nice to be like, Oh, it's not just some Joe Schmo. It's, but it also helps to be like, cause if it was like a no name guy that shows up and she's yeah. like, all right, my husband's here going to leave baseball. It works. But when it's like, Oh,
1: it's Bill Pullman. It's like, yeah, you know you, what? She's going go to go off and be happy with Bill Pullman. He's the King of New York. Of course she's going to be happy. She's going to go at off that with that floppy of New York. hair. The guy's doing all right. We
0: get David Straith, Aaron, Oh yeah Ira. Um, it. Also, someone that's always been a 40 to me. Uh, mm-hmm. That, yeah, it's a nice little arc where he's the one that's kind of in charge of getting, yeah. like, from the, uh, the Harvey, Walter Harvey, is like, you'll get them all to get get everything figured out with his teams, yeah. with all of this. And he's like, real cynical about it and is the one that's like, we got to be him, have him in skirts, we got to like sex it up. And by yeah. the end, he's like, really fighting. To like, like no, They're we amazing. Built something.
1: They're so good at this and we have a thing that's worth fighting for. Yeah.
0: Totally. Uh, so, Marla. Uh Megan Kavanaugh is this actor. Her film debut, and she's so good. She's so this, so good. she's one of the ones on the team that like. I
1: mean, she's I, the power hitter.
0: Yes, but she's also the one who it's like she's homely. So it's like that is the movie's pa- like painting, underlining, and bolding that every time someone looks at her, they're going.
1: It's a real 1992 on joke. Yeah.
0: Right. Um. But she's so good. I was so disappointed that. And I get, I mean, I get it, but I think it needed, I could have used another two minutes yep. with her and this guy. Cause she like is a bit, she's a shy and a bit weird. And then like when they all like, we're going to sneak out. Cause like the girls, they're not allowed to drink or smoke or like go. They, they have, have chaperone. a
1: chaperone,
0: Miss Cuthbert, um, <laughs> Margaret Hanks, Hamilton, Luvian, Wizard of Oz. So funny. It's um, terrible,
1: but also they they picked an actress who looks like yeah. Margaret Hamilton. So it actually is like funny because it's like well yeah she does actually look like <laughs> margaret hamilton
0: but they go out and this is where we're getting madonna doing all this fun swing dancing and we're seeing that marla is like singing like serenading this guy this is such a good reveal it's when they're so like where's good. marla
1: and there's been someone singing the whole time the whole time and you turn around and it's not a band singer no, it's marla it's shy awkward marla <laughs> who has taken the mic away from whomever <laughs> was meant to be singing and she's just singing at nelson but we are like almost
0: smashing. Cutting to wedding bells, and then she's out of the movie, and like yeah, she's like, I've
1: been writing to Nelson, and then yeah, it's like, well, and I was sad to lose her. I I know the
0: energy, and you're getting to see you never see Megan Kavanaugh again, but you see her as like the older version show up at the end of the film, which is also great. But I'm like, ah, I was like, and I didn't know. I was like, this could have been inspired by someone specific, but I was like, I don't think so. I don't. I have no idea. It's just weird to me that this person is just disappears halfway through. Yeah. But it's a, a happy ending for it's them. It's a which happy is great. ending for
1: her. It's also, it's just an interesting thing where it's like, well, yeah, she should be able to be like fully fulfilled and, yes. and loved, but, but it's you know, also you like, know what?
0: we spend so much time at the beginning of her story that it feels like she's going to be so much more important because we have this yes, whole thing with her and her really, dad, yeah. her dad, like apologizing to John Lovitz, like, look, don't take it out. I raised this her like is a where boy. I started to
1: cry because I didn't
0: know how else to raise her. Like, please don't take that out on me. Like she's always been good at sports. She's always wanted, this is what she's always wanted to do. So like, I didn't know how to, you know, raise her girly, but like, don't take that out on me. And which is such a nice touch that it's raining outside. So they're doing this baseball tryout. Like all these guys, they're inside this gymnasium. So she's just wailing all these balls shattering windows or like having it pinball throughout the yeah. gym but it's such a nice little idea to be like oh okay well if it's raining what do we we're do? not yeah. not showing off her uh what she's good what at. she's good at for the scout who's only here for like half an yeah. hour let's we'll go shatter some windows inside the gym but she's yeah she's honestly i was shocked because i was like i didn't wasn't really familiar with her but like this really like the next year she's in robin hood men in tights as oh, broom Hilda. like yes. they were me to like put this well, woman into funny. more movies. And like she's always working. And which I just skipped ahead and watched just her bit, but she plays Penny Marshall in an episode of drunk history about the real life sisters who inspired a league oh, of their we own. We got to
1: watch it after this Jeff. I'm
0: happy to rewatch it. She's literally only in it for like 20 seconds. Well, You
1: know, Rosie is in this new series. I, I, when I was looking at, yes, like, Rosie I did yeah. see that. Yes. Yeah, which, which I love. Feels I can't
0: wait. I can't wait. But yeah, my, Megan Cavanaugh crushing it, crushing Amazing. it as Marla. My only, my only note. More I, Marla. I need more Marla. More, we want more Marla. Um, Yes. Oh, Anne Cusack, as we said, is uh John and John's sister. Shirley the Heartbreaking, beautiful. Cameron, she's so good. And I forgot she's she's so good. I was like, does she still work She's on
1: Oh, she's in everything. Yes, but
0: she was on Better Call Saul for like probably like eight or nine episodes yeah. over the course of the series as um Michael McKean's like former love interest, who's like
1: oh. showing
0: back up and is
1: she the one with the huge bruise?
0: No, that is Alice, who is Renee Coleman who had this the bruise on her thigh while sliding into base this like listener like if you look up league of their own bruise if you google if you've not seen a while you will see it's like it's,
1: two-thirds of a thigh
0: it's the size of a dinner plate on yeah, all easily. over her thigh and which is real a real bruise that she got from sliding into base because they're doing this in skirts yeah that's because all i was thinking when gina davis it. at one point when they're like give us something flashy because the the, you know, the newspaper guys are here and she catches like a pop fly while doing the splits. And I'm like, imagine doing the splits in a skirt on dirt uh, and gravel. gravel. What, wh- how much dirt and rocks are going up you? I love that. it's going <laughs> up that butt. Um, <laughs> they're wearing little, little shorts, but it's not much, no, but no, I no. love
1: that. It's like the kind of thing where it's like, I earned this bruise, this bruise better make it into the movie, you know? Well,
0: not only did it make it into the movie, but it made its way, uh, onto Renee Coleman's five, four. Over a year. Oh, my God. That bruise did not go away for over a year. A year. A year. A year you have that bruise on your thigh. Oh,
1: my God. Well, it was so huge in so many colors. They shot that from pretty far away, and you could see it. Like, they're up above the dugout looking down, and you can see it clear as day.
0: Huge. And so Penny Marshall's daughter, Tracy Rayner, ended up being cast as the outfielder Betty Spaghetti
1: Horn. That's Penny Marshall's daughter. Penny Marshall's daughter. But, and you might say,
0: ugh, nepotism. And look, listener, I get it. Ugh, nepotism. But (laughs) wasn't like just cast from the get-go. She just went to the open tryouts with one of her cousins, even though she had stitches in her mouth from recently getting her wisdom teeth removed. She said, quote, there were about 2,000 girls auditioning at USC with former USC baseball coach, Rod uh, Dado, and his coaches and trainers were going to evaluate the girls to see if you were trainable. And Dadeau was impressed with Rainer's arm, but she ended up spitting blood because she had popped the stitches oh, in her no. mouth. And when she returned home, she thought her mom would like that she and her cousin had gone to the big casting call. Instead, Marshall's reaction was, How'd you two end up testing in the top 20 girls? That like she was she just <laughs> went
1: and was like, Well, okay, I guess you can play baseball. I mean, that's great, honestly, that she like did it and didn't tell so anyone like badass. who she was. Cause it's also like, I want to be in it. Yeah. But I also know I need to earn it. You I know? love that.
0: I think that's so cool. And that's the fact amazing. that she's spit in blood while she's doing it. Do you spitballs and spitblood um but final thoughts Amy Cho anything we haven't touched
1: on oh, any man. performances
0: cuz it really is like you could just keep talking
1: about Yeah I have all so much here that I've written that I haven't um said cuz I know Let there's more see. girls
0: on the team that we haven't touched on but I know really there's just so many but I mean honestly like as you're looking up your notes I just got to say listener if you haven't seen it in a while or haven't seen it ever you got to watch The of Their Own at the time it's on Prime I'm assuming it'll stay on Prime for a while since the TV series is going to Prime Yeah yeah so so they'll probably kind of keep that um, on. But like, please rewatch this because it's so good. It's, it's so really fun. charming. And it's so many great, great, great female performances. So
1: many great. And I, I have written here like I love seeing women excel. Like there's just so much female excellence in this film. Yeah. And really seeing these older women playing baseball. If that doesn't get you, <laughs> listener. I don't know what will. Um, oh, I, I know. I was like, I feel like there's something I wanted to say. It's very nice when you're a particular kind of actor to be sitting and watching something. And a listener, if you're not an actor, which I know several, at least several of you are, but if you're not an actor, at I, least
0: at least you, one of you, aren't an actor. Listening. Yeah.
1: Yes. So, so
0: if you're not, it's it's you. It's you're the you one. You are one. <laughs>
1: When when you're an actor and you're sitting and watching something, anything, whether you mean to or not, you are always watching for like, but what's my part? <laughs> you can't help it. I dare you to turn yeah. it off. If you are an actor, yeah, I dare so, you to turn you it off. Know, so you, like, you I wasn't even thinking about that because, again, it's not something you actively do. But your your antenna are up. Oh, they're up. And there was a moment when I hadn't even seen the person yet. I just heard the voice. And I was like, I have arrived. <sighs> Oh. I have arrived on set. <laughs> I am the charm school etiquette teacher, not the chaperone. Nope, specifically, nope. the one like extended montage where she's like and walk, and this, and, and like- And you
0: make sure that you keep your fork at this side of your place.
1: Yes, there was there was something that she said that I that I had written down on my other thing and I don't have written down here, but there was one thing that she kept saying and repeating and I was like, yes, and I would have killed this part. And then I mm-hmm. would have left a day or yeah. two later after I'd filmed it and been like, Good job, me. I did my bit. I do not need to be in the baseball scenes. I need to be teaching deportment to young ladies. And looking a bit exasperated and talking about head. Perhaps we can pop a feather or two in the hat. Perhaps we can pop a feather or two in the hat. I'm ready. Um. Anyway, that was, I had totally forgotten about that part. But as soon as she started talking, I was like, c'est moi. It's me. <laughs> it you. And then the other thing I wanted to say is um, the conversation that, Dottie and and Jimmy have at the end where he's just like, You're gonna regret it. You love baseball. You don't know how much you don't you know how good you are, you're the best player play in the league. I have written, Gina's relationship to baseball is a real you don't know you're beautiful, that's what makes you beautiful situation. Um which made me laugh in the moment. oh
0: I love it. It's true. I'll end with this. So uh when Ernie Cappadino, old John Lovitz, comes to the family farm to try to get dotty and i mean and then we haven't mentioned that that he doesn't even want kid kid is just like he's like fine if you, get, you can you convince to Dottie come, to show up you can this come is a
1: real her. taming of the shrew setup
0: yeah a real 10 things i hate about you if you want to go with one of our recent episodes now that's true
1: slightly more recent than taming of the shrew as far as um you know when it was written <laughs>
0: Just a few years, <laughs> just a little more recent. Um, but so there's the part, this cow is like mooing in the back, like right behind John Lovitz's head until he he turns and just yells, will you shut up? Which is very funny. I mean, oh, yelling at an animal in general is very Always funny to great. me. Always great. Yelling at a cow to shut up while it's mooing is pretty great. <laughs> um, but the line was ad lib. But, co- but what he didn't know was that the cow was moving because it was giving birth in the <gasps> background as the scene was being filmed. And the cow gave birth, and the cow's owners ended up naming the calf Penny after director Penny Marshall. (laughs) Not
1: John after actor John Lovitz. No. (laughs) (laughs) That is great.
0: Amy Jo? Jeff? What are you recommending this week?
1: I'm going to recommend something very different than I usually do, which is that the New York times has a games app. That's like, you can do crosswords and stuff. So a lot of people do crosswords. Mm -hmm. They have this little game called spelling bee and it's a little bee. (laughs) and it goes, how many words can you make with seven letters? And basically there's one letter in the middle. It's like a little beehive situation. And that letter (laughs) has to be in every word. And then you make as many as you can. And Mm -hmm. some days it's easier than others. Um, but this is how I wake myself up in the morning and I gotta say I discovered it when I was, when I was waiting at urgent care in LA cause I'd stepped on a nail cause LA was like, <laughs> get out of here you, we don't want you anymore. We're going to put a nail through your foot and I thought better get a tetanus shot. <laughs> And my friend's mother was like, well, I do this game called like she drove me there very kindly and then was like, oh, I play this game. And I was like, anything to distract me from the pain and the fact I have just had a full rusty nail up the foot. And that's how I discovered the spelling bee. And listener, I love it. It's great. Strong recommend. There was no part of that story where I
0: could have possibly guessed where the what the next part of the story would be.
1: I was literally walking to a Kinko's to drop off a package to mail home because I was leaving the next day. And I was like, not soon enough. Get out of here. Then I still had to get back to urgent care, then walk to the Kinko's, limp to the Kinko's, I should say, drop it off. And then the next day, limp through the airport using my suitcase. That's right, as a cane. But at least you had your spelling bee game. I did. To be that was. Playing. Very helpful. I am sorry. And every about time this.
0: you nail all the words, it just goes, "Show me the honey."
1: Well, no, it you, doesn't. You, if you get to a certain level, it tells you you're a genius. Oh, it and tells then you if you're a you genius. Get all the words, you're a, a queen a bee. Genius? Be- yes? Yeah, you're real genius. <laughs> you're a real genius. <laughs> I'm um, Jeff. Amy, Joe, <laughs> what you recommending? I'm week? recommending
0: you check out our new Patreon, wow. Patreon.com/slash, and almost starring once again full-length commentary on the fly. If you're like, Juna Davis month was so fun; it was everything I wanted, but there
1: were too few Tuesdays in June. <laughs> Well, if
0: you're just like, I want to keep the party going. I want more Gina for my June. Got to get on the Patreon, folks. You got to check it you gotta out. got to get on the Patreon. You could be getting our episodes a day early. You could be getting new content. We've got next month. You guessed it. Another new bonus episode. What <laughs> could <laughs> it <laughs> be? You're going to have to listen and find out. But I recommend that you check out our Patreon. And I recommend you check out our the spelling bee game. <laughs> but I recommend you get a tetanus shot and try not to step on any rusty nails. <laughs> Do and that's what we're recommending this week da, da, da. buzz buzz uh, do you have a movie that you'd love for us to break down the
1: casting of email us at
0: and at gmail.com and let us know find us on
1: instagram at and almost starring for games and shenanigans and to get to know what movie we're doing a few days early thank you for joining us to the end of juna davis oh it's month. been great oh, thank we you love, we
0: love all Gina. all june has been a blast and it's been a, I hope listener you've been enjoying it as much as the two of us and thank you,
1: Jeff, for suggesting this themed month, because I'm all in.
0: I mean, here's the thing. Once you come up with the pun of the name you of the You gotta month, do it. You gotta do it. Here, I, I, and I'll say it right now, because I, I couldn't find enough. Because I was like, what What more could we do? Is it possible to do a June Lithgow for next year? And unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think it quite is. But uh, that's where we're at, folks. So if you, if you got some <laughs> dumb... If you got a dumb, like, name month Please submit. To be like, could you do this? I mean, we already did... I don't, I know that we've done enough of his movies. I don't know if we can do a Hanks, a full Hanksgiving.
1: But we, we, can we do
0: one more. Hank'sgiving. We can always yep. do a Tom Hanks movie for Hanksgiving, mm-hmm. but as for a full month, I don't know, but I'm not averse to trying to think of some more fun actor month. Na- as long as it could be a real dumb pun portmanteau. And
1: we can find four episodes for it.
0: And you got to find four episodes for it. In some cases, five, what? but we'll see. listener, listener, We'll see. Until (laughs) next time. Until then, I'm Jeff Ronan. I'm Amy Jo Jackson. And thanks for joining us to see Who Almost Starred.